LA and welcome to Dawson's Critique. I'm Aaron Hensley. And I'm Julia Callahan and we are two former college roommates and current BFFs who have loved Dawson's Creek since episode one first aired on the WB all those years ago. Join us for this spoiler-free podcast as we break down one episode every week. We're going to reminisce about our memories of the show and tell you stories of how Dawson's Creek defined our generation. Today we discuss season six, episode four, Instant Karma. There's an exclamation point. <laughs> yeah, exclamation point. Written by Maggie Friedman, um, directed by Robert Duncan McNeil. This originally aired on October 16th, 2002. Description from Wikipedia. Dawson is commissioned to go to the airport and pick up lead actress Natasha Kelly. She treats Dawson dismissively, still apparently upset by the fact that he dumped her via phone. She demands that Todd fire him, and Todd, despite genuine remorse, does. Pacey, who is studying for his Series 7 exam, is forced to turn down Audrey, who wants to go out and party with Jack and Jen. He is then invited by Rich to go out on the town with company bigwigs, leading to an uncomfortable confrontation when his friends run into him on the street. Audrey, drunk to the point of impaired consent, good good on you, descriptor, yeah. <laughs> um, reality, retaliates by allowing herself to be seduced. Ooh, worse. Allowing? That's worse. That's worse. Ooh. That that went, that took a real turn. Retaliates by allowing herself to be seduced by a random student only to be stopped when Jen, with the help of CJ, intervenes. Jack runs into Professor Freeman at the party and the, the two bond when Freeman admits that his wife is pregnant dot, 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 with an implication that Freeman is interested in more than a scholarly friendship. Joey, attempting to get through Kerouac's On the Road, is dragged out by Eddie, who is making a massive Hell's Kitchen food delivery, dot, 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 to the set of Wicked Dead. (laughs) Natasha, watching Dawson's heartbreak whilst interacting with Joey, gets Dawson his job back, realizing the damage Joey has done to Dawson is long-term and enormous. Impulsively, Joey kisses Eddie. He thanks her, but points out she needs to resolve her feelings for Dawson first. Whew, that was a mouthful. The whole episode. (laughs) Okay, so just one thing on history's mysteries. Unfortunately, it's a big thing and particularly pertinent right now. October 16th, 2002, the Iraq War Resolution is authorized by a majority of the U.S. Congress. So. Um, Number one movie is once again Red Dragon. And uh, overtaking Kelly Clarkson at number one for the song making it don't call it a comeback Aaron dilemma by Nelly yes. and Kelly Rowland yes <laughs> yes it's coming back um also this week debuting at number 41 is die another day by Madonna which was her track <laughs> for the James Bond James film Bond. yeah um debuting at number 55 is you know you're right by Nirvana which was the last Nirvana song recorded and the first single released by the band um in in many many years uh a reminder or the last single sorry um recorded it was the last song nirvana recorded and the final single released by the band Mm. okay a reminder that this was 2002 and kurt cobain died in 1994 yeah and uh tupac (laughs) yeah totally um and finally debuting at number 65 is shania twain's i'm gonna get you good which is a country bop r.i.p to my van shania <laughs> oh your van shania pour one out for shania yeah. on to our new family <laughs> just yeah exactly 
Okay, Aaron. So um, we're going to start in the movie studio. Todd's just yelling about things. Um, yeah. And it's like, okay, we're just in the, you know, show of bad bosses and bad teachers. So whatever. Yeah. And He's mad because. Yeah. Is, and he comes up to, to be- yeah. yelling at Dawson and you know whatever and then he puts like a cigarette in his mouth and Dawson's like oh you're supposed to quit smoking and like they yeah. banter and we're supposed to be like oh Dawson's so good at his job you know yeah and like he is and it's fine and like whatever but like I don't know yeah like having to watch this behavior on screen is pretty horrific um yeah. and then Todd starts talking about this woman Natasha and her nipples yeah how they're gonna shoot particularly how they're going to shoot her nipples in the scene that they're shooting today. Natasha, not, not, not to be found by the way, does not get a say in this apparently. Okay. But, um, there we Um, go. And then after this conversation about this woman's nipples, we get like, she's like, Todd's like, and she's a total diva. And it's like, well, I mean, you're talking about her nipples, so like maybe she's acting out <laughs> about um, that. Okay, yeah. but like if you want to use the word diva, you know, yeah. okay, here we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Todd's like, okay, Dawson, like go get Natasha so I can talk to her about this scene and I can pretend I care what she thinks about it, which <laughs> like made me want to throttle cool. Todd. Yeah. And so what we find out is that. Todd has fired the PA that was supposed to pick Natasha up at the airport. Dawson doesn't know that. And so she's just waiting at the airport and now Dawson must run. And okay, hold on, back up, back up. Yeah. (laughs) You didn't say why he got fired. The PA, the person, the PA, I don't know if it was I I did have that written down, but you're right. Go for it. (laughs) Don't gloss over that. No, 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 I won't. I'm sorry. Dawson was like, what? Why? You didn't tell me you fired the PA. And then Todd's like, yeah, apparently he doesn't like cell phones being thrown at his head. Hmm. You know, and it's kind of like interesting because like we've been getting a lot of we've gotten a lot of messages about like, Oh, can you believe like, you know, especially like from the like Dawson team, Dawson people. Mm. Oh, Pacey, like he six season, he's all about money and he becomes a stockbroker and they're all smarmy. And like, I don't know, like this set and this workplace is like kind of very similar to the stockbroking stockbroker mm. one that Pacey's at. Like it's very similar. And personally, like I've made the argument throughout, Dawson wants to be a blockbuster filmmaker. Yes. <laughs> what? That's he, that's just searching for money. That's not art. That's making right. money. You know. Not only that, but he is allowed. Like I understand. I you know I've worked in. I've said before. I've worked on movie sets. Um, I understand that sometimes this behavior is looked over, and in fact, one could say that sometimes it's outright encouraged. Mm-hmm. But um, this is fucked. Don't work yeah, for someone I, who throws a cell phone at your head. Yeah, and I think that we should call out both of these men for like sure. you know these workplaces that they're finding themselves in trying to fit in, you know, right, trying right, right. to be part of the, the bro group, you know, bro code, bro do whatever you want to call it. I, I am all for calling that out, but I just see that like that, like the, what Pacey is doing and searching for being a stockbroker to make money to me feels very similar to what Dawson's doing, you know, paying yeah. his dues to be a blockbuster filmmaker. So like to make that as a point of like, you know, like, 
oh, but Pacey did this. It's like, well, Dawson did it too. So like they kind of cancel each other out in my opinion. Yeah. Also, I think like when you're this young, sometimes it's hard to see how abusive or how bad a situation like this is. Um, Especially if you're raised to be told, like told you got to pay your dues. You got to just put up with it in order to like get ahead, you know, right? without a doubt. I mean, that's what the word experience means. You get experience on the workplace in a multitude of ways, including interpersonal relationships and boundaries from your boss and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm not saying that either of these people are like, should, you know, know better, but these are both toxic work environments, most definitely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. So So Todd sends Dawson to pick up Natasha from the airport and we're like, okay. Okay. And then after the credits, we go to Hell's Kitchen where Joey's reading on the road Mm -hmm. and Eddie comes up behind her and is like starting to give her shit that the paper for that is due on Monday. And like, you haven't read a hundred and page 109. And <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, and then he starts asking her like what she thinks about this book. And she's kind of like, I mean, I kind of think it sucks. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and he's like, not excited about that opinion. He's just kind of like, huh? Okay. And then like, Joey goes weird off because then she kind of like takes it like I don't know it's interesting how she sees Eddie like I agree that like the first interaction they had Eddie was an asshole to her yeah. but then last episode he was kind of like nice to her and yeah. had, like they kind of like had like you know started to build like a friendship or whatever mm-hmm. and so she immediately assumes, and I just feel like this is her trauma from horrific teachers, you know, she assumes that he thinks she's dumb and that her opinion is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Cause <laughs> she's like, like, it's hard to watch because we're being told she loves school and that her school experience too, in her mind <laughs> is so good and so positive mm-hmm. when we're like actually watching the representation of her be becoming completely insecure in her opinion of a book. Totally. Cause she's, you know, she's just like, you know, just because every like quasi bohemian hipster worships Kerouac, like that means I have to. And he's like, no, yeah. Like, and, and then she like keeps going, like, you know, it's boring. It's long. It meanders. There's like, you know, there's, it's like all misogynistic. Yeah which is accurate. Her description Mm -hmm. is accurate. (laughs) I have a book report later. Don't worry. Um, and, and like, and Kerouac is not my favorite of the beat writers, but I, I will give my opinion on some people liked my opinion of Philip Roth. So I'll keep doing it as long as you guys like it. Um, anyway, (laughs) so Eddie kind of like, huh, like I'm, I'm, he's like, you know, I'm learning things about you, you know? And then she does at this point get super defensive like and she's like yeah. what like just because just because i don't like, like this i I'm didn't deficient? take it as like yeah because yeah, i didn't take it as like oh i'm learning so much about you like in this like you're an idiot i don't know yeah, yeah, like yeah. if someone like if he said that if i was her and received it in that tone in that way i would be like yeah okay <laughs> like i don't know right. like i don't know it's so I fascinating also, to watch her like get where she's coming from too that like so many people have like judged her opinion like we've I mean we saw like last year not just with Wilder but also with like that Rose Lazar mm-hmm. like you know 
you did see her kind of build this shell. Um, and like, so I, it, it like tracks for Joey, but also you're kind of like, dude, like he is literally just having a conversation with you about a book. No, I totally agree. <laughs> like, I, I feel like it totally tracks based on the experience we've seen her have in this classroom setting for sure. Mm-hmm. Like she's only been at the receiving end as like horrific <laughs> men like torturing her yeah yeah so like and like even in aj like the first time she's in a classroom setting in a college like someone's like what's your favorite book it's a fucking opinion and they're like why and then aj has why is it garbage why is her favorite book terrible and you're like what like what is happening you know (laughs) so you can see the way she's been totally like broken down and it's like it's sad to see to be honest because like like you want, like for someone who loves academia and like has told Dawson that and Pacey and her friends that like her college experience has been amazing. You would hope that it would have been like confidence building in her like intelligence or her, you know, whatever she feels like she's deficient in, but we're literally watching her like kind of become regressive from her Mm -hmm. high school experience, you know? Totally. Um, Totally. And like, he's, she's like, don't pitch, you know, don't patronize me. And he's just like, why are you so angry? Like, <laughs> yeah. And it's true because she kind of, <laughs> like she erupted at him. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah totally. Totally. And he's, and he's like, like, is it about a boy? And it's yeah. like, yes. Uh, a boy named professor Wilder, a <laughs> yeah. boy named professor Hedson, a boy fucking named AJ. Like, yes, yeah. this is about yeah. a boy, you know? About and like, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, she kind of pops off on him. She's like, yeah. why is everything about a boy? And you're like, well, I don't know, from my opinion, like you're what's happening to you and your erosion in your like, you know, voice is because of several boys, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's not what he means, of course. And that's not what she, how she takes it, of course. And right. like, you know, we're like, we don't know what he means. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not but what that's the not how show wants it. us to. That it's not what the show wants us to think. Right. The show wants us to be like, oh, see, this is because of Dawson, Dawson and Joey or whatever. Yeah. And like, yes, of course it is because of Dawson, but it also is because of fucking Professor Wilder. And I don't think the show thinks that Hetson. guy is a piece of shit. Hetson. No, the guy last season. Oh, oh okay. Oh, sorry. I thought and you also Hedson. I yeah. just mean like, <laughs> like, no, does totally. the show think Professor Wilder is a creep? I don't know. Jury's still it out, right? seems like not, but yeah. maybe but not. Yeah. Yeah. And like, she's just like, you know, oh, it must be because a guy broke my heart and not because like you suck basically. And Eddie's like, Mm -hmm. wait, 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 like, you don't like me? What the fuck? And she's just like, I got to read like (laughs) whatever. Yeah. It's so interesting because he is so like, he understands so clearly she's lying, you know? And like, obviously like Joey is a liar. She leans into lying. So like, it's like she's met her match with this guy who's like you can't lie to me like it's yeah, similar totally. to Pacey like you don't have to tell me but you definitely can't lie to me totally and the, and then like you know Eddie's like dude this whoever this was must have really done a number on you which like true yeah 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 um and <laughs> she before she can like start yelling at him he answers the phone mm-hmm. and like and he's like know, oh wow we don't know what's happening but he's like oh that's a big order let me check and he goes and like checks with the kitchen and we're like "Ooh, what's What's this order about (laughs) yeah 
So then we go to Pacey's office and Audrey calls him at his desk and she's like, you know, come on, you're late to meet us. They, they must be in a different bar because they're all drinking beer. They're not at Hell's right. Kitchen. Yeah. Um, and, and he's like, dude, I got to study for this series seven. Like I cannot come. And she's just like, no, like I haven't seen you in days. Yeah. Yeah. And we're like already starting to party and like, come on. And and he's just like, dude, like, I can't, (laughs) I can't, I got to study. And she says she's forgetting, starting to forget what sex feels like or whatever. And she's like, we haven't seen each other in so long. I can't even remember what sex is like. And I was like, oh, remember college. (laughs) Um, And like, and like Jack and Jen are playing darts behind her. And like, yeah. so we see they're all together. And then like Pacey's like tomorrow, you know, like I'll come, we'll bone all night. <laughs> like yeah. I'll do the thing that you love. <laughs> and like, I promise you, I'll make this up to you. And I'm just like, okay, fine. <laughs> like, no yeah. Worries. And she's like, I'm ready for a mature Pacey to be over. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, okay. And he says, I love you. And then she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And hangs up. She just doesn't say it back. You know, I don't know how to read his face. Like, cause he makes a face. Yeah. And I've kind of felt like he was unhappy with that. That she doesn't say it back, but then he kind of smiles like, okay, fine. You know, like, yeah, it's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting journey. His face goes on. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, (laughs) you feel like he is in this spot where, he wants this job, but also he's a little bit telling himself he's doing it for Audrey. Mm-hmm. And so then kind of mad that she's like, not like, yeah, supporting, supporting him, you know, yeah. which is like the, the, the friction that's happening within their relationship that we, the viewers can see, but they maybe mm-hmm. themselves can't see quite yet. Yeah. So then Audrey like turns to Jack and Jen and is like, you guys, like, I think I'm going to go home. Like, I don't want to, you know. And Jen's like, no, what? Oh my God. I've worked hard all week. I want to fucking party. Like, no way. Like, <laughs> and Jack's like, like, and she says the same thing that Audrey said last season. She's like, I want to make out with a stranger. Yeah, totally. And Jack's like, well, I don't know. Like Kate Leopold is on cable tonight. And uh, so, you know, maybe that's a good thing. And I looked this up because I was like, what was that movie again? I watched the trailer. Yeah, Julia Stiles. No, Who Hugh, Jackman, the dude? Hugh Jackman and oh. Meg Ryan. It's Meg Ryan. Oh, oh. also okay, okay. Liev Schreiber and Brecken Meyer. And I'm pretty sure I saw in the trailer, Viola Davis and Kristen Schaal as like minor characters. Oh my gosh. But I was like, what's wow. happening? And then I watched the trailer where like Hugh Jackman is a gentleman from like the 1800s and like, ends up time traveling to present right. day New York. Okay. It looks awful. I have not seen it, mm-hmm. but it looks awful in a way that I think I might appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm the do... biggest Meg Ryan fan. She She's not like a rom-com person for me. Mm, I mean, I love When Harry Met Sally. Um, and yeah, a lot of people say that, but I'm just like, mm, yeah, those ones don't do it for me. I, yeah. I mean, I do. Also, one time, <laughs> one time at Book Soup, <laughs> she had a book on hold and I like, she came to the back counter and was like, you know, oh, I have a book on hold. And I looked straight at her face and was like, and what's your name? <laughs> and I just was like, oh my God. <laughs> Whatever. And she, she was like, it, it was under not her name. So it, it worked out for me. But like, yeah. I, I was just like, I'm so mortified. <laughs> I just asked Meg Ryan her name. <laughs> 
anyway, um, that's my LA story for the week. So, um, anyway, Jen's like, if, if I get super drunk and make out with someone, it's no fun if you guys aren't there to witness it and make fun of make me. Fun of me. And I was like, that is 100% true. I know. That's the thing about <laughs> season six is there's just a lot of friends hanging out and it feels so college. And I like yeah. that, you know, like I, I, I just really and we like were in college and it yeah, felt very real. I like the three of them hanging out and yeah. being like, you know, like, yeah. I want to get drunk. And Audrey being like, I'm sad. And Jen being like, I don't care. Here, let's get drunk you know and like yeah. I don't know it, it it feels really authentic and also like I just love like you know friends hanging out but I I love Jen and Audrey and Jen and yeah. Jack so it it's fun to watch totally and they like make a pact kind of thing like they put their hands in and make it's this like so pact. funny when they like put their hands in a circle and then like, <laughs> they go woo and raise them and Jack's like woo Whoa. it's so funny <laughs> Jack is just so funny I know curse yeah curse myth man we did not give you enough credit for what a fucking comic genius you are at the time I know yeah I know um, so then we go to the Boston airport where Natasha's fucking pissed. Cause she's been sitting there for an hour and I hear you girl. Yeah. She's right. You know? Yeah. And he's like trying to make small talk with her and she's like, it's super awkward. And then she yeah. starts drinking. <laughs> yeah. They're in the car and she's like, I need water and Altoids. And he's like, got them for you. And then uh-huh. she pulls out like the mini bottle of liquor and like <laughs> yeah. starts drinking in the car, which is definitely illegal. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. but who hasn't done that you know I mean, <laughs> um I do know like, she's not <laughs> driving you know no I know I know <laughs> I know um and so like you know she's like oh pull over here so I can get Todd flowers like and like if you don't fucking do what I say I'm gonna get pissed yeah like, and it's at very this point we're supposed to think she's a diva you know <laughs> yeah. and a bitch yeah so yeah. like you know to put ourselves in like 2003 we're supposed to be like oh what a diva what a bitch yeah, like yeah. oh my god yeah. um yeah um so we go to into Pacey's office and he's like studying and Rich mm-hmm. and a bunch of guys come in and Rich is like come on we're going to the club Pacey like you got to come and like, he's like, no, 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 I got to study. And Rich is like, no, 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 that wasn't a question. And he yeah. doesn't, he doesn't have a Miranda Priestley about him, but he does say that wasn't a question. And he's like, you know, those dudes like hold your career in their hands. So like yeah. fucking come. You need to network. <laughs> yeah. And, and he's like, okay, I got to call my girlfriend. And then Rich is like, no, you don't, we don't got no. time. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, but Pacey has a cell phone. <laughs> As, no I don't think does he now I don't think he does I, I think thought in I this think it's episode, a plot point in this he episode doesn't. he oh. calls her on a cell phone oh yeah I wonder if it's Rich's is it not his well I feel like it's a plot point later no spoilies but that he doesn't have one but maybe they maybe it's just retconning shit yeah um, well even <laughs> still we see him on a cell phone this episode so totally totally like, he yeah. could have been walking out and use Rich's being like Rich, phone. give me your phone. Yeah. You know, I think like this is when like the world was yeah. straddling cell phone usage and shows didn't really know how to handle it. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. and so like the whole like not calling or texting or whatever that existed yeah. in our youth and you know, in 2003, they're still like not really sure how to, you right. know, 
do write it. it into TV. Yeah. So, you know, we go back to set where Natasha is now wasted <laughs> and like wasted, wasted. Yeah. And it's like, oh, Todd's the lights. Like- and then she calls <laughs> Dawson Donald because she hates the name Dawson, which made me laugh. <laughs> me too. Yeah. So good. I love how every girl from LA calls him a different name. Dustin yeah. and Donald. It's yeah. fucking amazing. Totally. Um, and Todd and Natasha like say hi. And she like goes off to wardrobe and Todd's like, what's what, whatever's wrong. You have to fix it. Dawson. Like, yeah, I can tell something's wrong with her. You fix whatever it is, you know? And like, he goes after her and he's, she like stumbles and like, he catches her. And then this is where we find out that these two have slept together. Yeah. So you have to like put yourself in 2003 where you're supposed to think she's a diva and whatever. Yeah. And then you find out that she's the other woman, like the yeah. girl that Dawson fucked over, you know, yeah. the other girl he fucked over, Yeah. which like totally shifts the narrative in your head of like, okay, well now we know why she was like getting drunk. She didn't want to be around this guy who fucked her over, you know? Right. And like, and is pissed and why she's pissy with him and why she's kind of mad. And like, you know, she kind of, and then also it's like dismantling even in 2003, what men call diva, why that, what that behavior is, why that behavior exists is like, she's behaving that way because Dawson was a fucking piece of shit to her. Yeah. (laughs) But she's being called a diva and a bad person, you know, and Dawson isn't being called anything. An asshole. Right. Yeah. And she, (laughs) and she like finds out that Joey dumped him already. Cause she's kind of like, Oh, what's her name? Like, how is she doing? And he kind of gets quiet. And (laughs) it's so funny. She's (laughs) She's like, like, Oh, how's it going out? Unless she dumped he she dumped you already and then she looks over at him and his face like drops and you're like good in your face like you know yeah and he's she's like okay like can I bring you coffee and she's like tells him to go to hell and I was like a thing more people should tell this man Mm -hmm. I'm here for this Mm -hmm. and like so we cut then immediately to them like filming this movie and she keeps I do want to say Dawson is like apologetic to her he's like yeah i'm so sorry i'm so sorry and like again like yeah did we get that to joey no he doesn't yeah yeah i'm gonna have more to say on that later (laughs) and we go to them filming and she like just keeps breaking and messing up takes and is like clearly altered and (laughs) i i gotta say like unless you're very very famous if you fucked up this much on day one you'd be fired they would hire I know the cost is alone is so um because they take like 19 takes and okay but the thing is you have to remember they're filming in Boston on set though like I know so like this already we're not making any sense I know I know I know I know okay I'm letting it go I just had to say it once so <laughs> then we go out in Boston where like yeah, Rich well, Todd, is, asks, Todd asks if she's drunk. And oh, then, yeah, yeah. And Dawson's, Dawson's like, like, maybe a little. Yeah, 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 a little. Yeah. So so like Rich is like really impressed that Pacey keeps turning women down. And then they have this weird interaction where Pacey's like, I'm pretty sure one of those girls was a guy, which I hate the framing of. Thank you. And then yeah. Rich is like, I thought that was your thing. And I was just like man like we were really at a time and a place in this yeah yeah like because like we were maybe a little more accepting of gay people like Paisley doesn't get mad at rich saying that 
But then also like we sure as hell weren't accepting trans people anywhere near what we're doing now, which is like not nearly enough, you know, (laughs) and like, I was just like, damn, this was like a real, wow, here's where we were. Um, so yeah, of and, course- it's so, and like rich that like, that's what they've plotted this character of rich as where he's always crack cracking quote gay jokes and you know, right. whatever. Um, and like, he's a piece of shit and like, it fits with this the know, politically you know, incorrect jokes or whatever. Yeah. It fits yeah. with like what we're supposed to think about this guy. Yeah. But like, I just want to point out that like Todd isn't a better boss, like, right, right, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, I don't think that we need to draw these bars about like oh but rich like he's just money hungry and like homophobic but todd he just throws shits at shit at his employees like <laughs> yeah. what like none okay. of those things are good yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> so then of course of course jack jen and audrey are walking down the street and and we like know what's coming right yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. these three are having this dumb conversation because like it made me laugh. It totally Audrey, made me laugh. They're yeah. like going to this house party and they're like, where is it? And like, you know, whatever. And then Audrey talks about a grocery store and she's like, yeah, they have one of those free bins. And Jen yeah. is like, um, honey, what? what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> and, and Audrey's like, you know, the place where you like snack, like the, where you can those all plastic the- bins <laughs> and you can get all the snacks to eat while you shop. And Jenny's like, Jen's like, Oh honey, no, that's not, that's a bulk, bulk bin. bin. Yeah. She's like, that's the bulk bin. You're supposed to put that in plastic bags and pay for it. And yeah. Audrey's like, whatever. It's so funny. It's <laughs> hilarious. It made me really laugh. Also, cause I feel like this show so rarely like allows for them to like have just dumb shit conversations that don't mean yeah, anything totally like, it's clear that they need a time filler here like you, to build a little bit of suspense that you know these people are going to run into these other people but like nobody's really saying anything but it's kind of fun um yeah and it's such an authentic friend moment that if you're leaving a yeah. bar you're going to be like talking about stupid shit you know yeah. and like not every time you're hanging out with your friends you have to be like talking about these intense like Dawson's my soulmate shit or whatever (laughs) um also just like real quick busy Phillips and Michelle Williams walking arm in arm down the road which of course makes me the most thrilled (laughs) yeah always so then Um, of course what happens we know it's we don't we definitely see it coming where she just they just bump right into Pacey and Rich right as Rich is like talking about strip clubs going to a strip club yeah yeah and uh, you know Pacey's like oh my god can we please talk calmly about this Audrey like he like immediately is like oh my god I know you're gonna be mad about this like obviously she storms off she's like you lied and she storms off and he follows after her but yeah he's like we need to talk about this like I know you're mad and she's like you lied and she tells him not to touch her and then he doesn't which like yeah. i really appreciated and like he's just kind of like dude this work thing just came up and like she is both correct and incorrect when she says since when is stuffing dollars in a g-string work and like mm-hmm. it shouldn't be it shouldn't be something that he's kind of required to go to but also it kind of is a thing that he's kind of required to go to and um that's fucked yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, like this, like he got put in a position where he felt like he couldn't say no to going to this. Right. Um, and, you know, he's trying to pursue this career. Yeah. Path, so like, you know, he feels like he has to like 
do what do his it. bosses say. Um, and, you know, she is like, I don't know who you're becoming. Like, right. I don't like this. And like, you can see from her point of view where she's like, if you're doing this for me, like, don't like, I right. don't want this vibe. And like, I don't want this. And it's right. super complicated because like, she does like money and she does like the life that she has that she grew up in. Mm -hmm. And so you could see how Pacey feels like, well, I need to like keep up with that, whether mm -hmm. it means to like be a equal partner so that there's no like power and balance in whatever money she makes or like whether he thinks she needs to, he needs to provide for her. That part is unclear. Yeah. However, he feels like in order to be in her, her league, he needs to have money. Um, and he also says he doesn't want to live on mac and cheese and ramen forever, which like, I think is a legit, like, that's really legit. I get it. I know. You know, and like, also like, you know, his dad is such trash to him for so long. Yeah. And like Audrey's dad helped him out. Like yeah. Audrey's dad met him for like a few weeks in the summer and helped him out. Like yeah. that would have to mean so much to Pacey, you know, we don't know yeah. anything about Audrey's dad and like, you know, what type of person he is, but that part doesn't matter because to Pacey, that would have meant like so much, like someone believed in him, right? It, like thought that he could like have this opportunity. And so like, that would feel really awesome to like, be able to imagine like his life being something different than his dad told him his life would be forever, which was that he right. would amount to nothing and be a piece of shit. Right. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I just can't keep ignoring like life and live in this world that you're living in. And like, you know, you seem to have so much fun not having responsibilities over the summer that you don't want it to end. And like, I don't, that's not where I'm at, you know? And she's, and like, my thing is like, I really get in this moment that Audrey's struggling, like, mm -hmm. and it's very clear in every interaction she has, particularly with Pacey, but in every interaction she has right? that like, she's struggling, but like, we haven't really gotten why. Yeah. Like we I feel like we're getting you. closer, but like, like it has something to do with this stuff, but like, we haven't really got, it hasn't been laid out totally. So it's a little yeah, hard. Like yeah. Like on the one hand, you're like, oh, maybe at first I was like, oh, maybe she's insecure with her relationship with Pacey. Like, yeah. because we know that he's a little bit like unsure about it from the first yeah. episode. But as we've seen their relationship, I personally feel Pacey like putting the effort into the relationship. Yeah, you know, he is, you know, he is having less time for her because he's pursuing his own life. Right. But I also think that you're allowed to do that in relationships. And he's, I still do see him putting the energy and effort in, right. you know, of course it's up to her to see that as well. So like, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I could understand her feeling insecure, but we don't really, that's not really what they're telling us. They're kind of telling us that like, she wants to just be a rich girl back in LA and she's struggling with that. And like, I just Which don't, get that because it's hard because then she basically says oh yeah I'm just some dumb rich airhead who doesn't get it like yeah. in response to him and he's like you know and so like is it that she wants to be that or is it that she's offended that other people think that she's like that or like I, I it's hard to tell um and like when she says that he apologizes and she's like yeah. look, he's like look this job is important to me and like, I like it and I'm good at it. And I really wish you were more understanding about that. And then like, she grabs the gang and leaves and like, is yeah. like, don't follow me. 
And it's and hard it's because- like pretty real, but on the other hand, like, I don't know. I, I think that like, she should be more understanding of him. You know, I feel, yeah, I, I actually like this fight a lot. Cause I feel like they're both right. You know, mm-hmm. like she's right. Like he should have probably contacted her yes, in some 100%. way, shape or form. Yes. And like, you know, and then he's also right. She's not being supportive of him and like mm-hmm. what he's doing. And like, so they're both right. And you, y'all know, we love a fight when people are both right. Um, because yeah. like, those are the hardest fights. And I feel like a lot of times those are, those are the fights you have as a couple, you know? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, <laughs> like, totally. Yeah. And so I think that's really fascinating and I really like that. Um, but like, Oh God, I mean, you feel for both of them. Like I get why she's so pissed and I get why he's like, fuck, like I still gotta I mean, go do I this I get stuff. why she's pissed about this specific instance, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I don't get what's going on with her. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I do actually understand what's going on with Pacey. So I think totally. that's where like the struggle Fair. comes in where you're like, well, I don't know. Like he kind of has like this real point of like, you're not like, yeah. Being supportive of, of his career path, you know? Yeah. yeah. And you're, and I don't think everyone has to support everyone's career path, but she's also not saying why she's not being supportive. Yeah. So like, since we don't really know where she's coming from, I'm like, what's going on here, Audrey? And like, I just don't get it. Like we obviously see her spiraling and totally declining, but like, why? (laughs) That, I mean, that's made, this hasn't been made clear yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we go to Eddie loading his car full of food, so much food. (laughs) Yeah. And like Joey's like helping. A, like a witter wagoneer esque yeah. car, you know. Yeah. And he's Joey's helping and he's like trying to make small talk. So he asks yeah. her how on the road's going again. And she's like, you know, can we just like not talk? <laughs> yeah. He's like, <laughs> and it's kind of sad to me. Like, I don't know. Like, I like, you know, if she feels like he's not safe, that's totally fine. But yeah. I feel like he's trying to like build community with her and yeah. like be like, we're coworkers. We've got yeah, yeah. to make this work. So like, let's talk about this. And like, again, like, isn't this what Joey wants? Like one of the things right. she doesn't like about Audrey is that they're not like intellectual equals. And like, mm. that's not like saying anything. I think Audrey's definitely like, they just don't have the same compatibility, like, right. you know, of what their, their, um, desires are to, to discuss, yeah. but, uh, you know, so she could have this in Eddie and she's just immediately like shutting it down, shutting it down. And it's so fascinating to me. And like, it's hard because as someone, you know, Joey wanted to go to college. She wanted this experience and we haven't seen it at all. Like any kind of like, you know, Good, real, like positivity. Yeah. yeah. I guess the Rose Lazar was like the only time got like a one yeah. episode, you know, yeah. of the college experience. Yeah. Other than that, it's been like, like real combative and a weird <laughs> vibe. And we haven't really seen her be able to connect you know, like in an academic capacity. So to see this, you're kind of like, isn't this what you want, Joey? And like, not even romantically, I'm just saying like in a person, (laughs) like a friend, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or just someone, (laughs) not even a friend, someone you have to be around sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you rather be able to talk to about books with your coworker than to have a combative relationship? Totally. And about, about like the reading for class with someone that you're in a class with. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. Cause then he like jumps in and he's like, look, I think I know what you hate about this book. And like, Joey's like, okay, great. Can't wait to hear this. And he, cause he's like, you know, I was thinking like who could hate such a beautiful book, 
And then I realized that this book makes you nervous because it's about the people who don't follow the dominant path and live their life on impulses. And that makes people uncomfortable. And Joey's like, oh, boring people who don't follow their impulses. Like she immediately takes offense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, you don't know me, Eddie. And like, Eddie says this thing that I was like, oh my God. Yes. He's like the way people feel about books and media actually says a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, hello. Welcome to our podcast. Eddie. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> and then like, no, I feel like he purposely, like he really laid out why Joey and Pacey didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, kind, I know. Oh, wait, I have something to say about that too. <laughs> Cause like he's, Joey starts arguing that she's very impulsive. Like she, she she's like, is, Instead okay. of telling a story, I know. Where I she's know. Like, oh my god! One time, I jumped on a boat and sailed yes. down the eastern seaboard for three months with my boyfriend, with like no money, without, no plan, nothing. Not, we didn't ate tell, fish like we caught. Seemingly, I didn't, didn't even, even have to tell fresh. anyone. Yeah, seemingly didn't tell anyone I was leaving. Um, like instead of saying that, she's like, "Last year, I bought a ticket to Paris that I didn't use," and I was like. What? what I know. I like was like this Joey Pacey erasure is like so intense. It's real. It's real. Yeah. It's y'all so are right. Intense. It's real. Yeah. Well, and also like, okay. So say she's like, okay, that's so far in the past. I don't really, I mean, I remember it happened, but like, it's not the forefront of my mind. But like last year you like went and sang at a I bunch know. of places. I mean, like, let's not revisit it, but like that did happen. No, you know, I, like, I totally agree with you. There's so many things she could draw upon. Without yeah, a doubt. like she like, sometimes you know, is impulsive. Yeah, like I just don't think anyone's just one way. Like, you know, like, and right. <laughs> uh, like, but it's weird that the show itself is like, I mean, I guess it's just like a broader thing that they kept trying to remind us about Paris. And I appreciate that reminder of like, yeah, he gave up a lot for Dawson. Yeah, yeah. And like, look at how that ended up there. Like, barely they're not even talking you know but like I agree where it's like why like what comeback is this (laughs) yeah totally (laughs) like no totally because he's like wait this (laughs) you're impulsive because you bought a ticket to Paris that you didn't use yeah because he asked he's like oh my god that's so cool how was Paris and she's like well I didn't go and he's like wait what? what and she's like but the point is I could have and you're like Joey you can do anything like that that argument counts for anything you could have gotten a gone to the olympics yeah you could have yeah yeah (laughs) maybe like what yeah like what like that's your comeback to this like what is happening (laughs) oh my god i'm with you i'm with you and then like she's like walks in a huff walks into the restaurant he's like uh where are you going like you gotta come with me because i gotta unload all this food once I get there, like you got to help yeah. me. So, and you're, yeah. you can't pour drinks. So like, you don't so get basically like, you have sorry. to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then we go to this party where Audrey is just complaining to Jack and Jen about Pacey. Um, yeah. it, the way that it's acted is so funny. They're just like <laughs> leaning on the couch, great. just like, this is a nightmare. This is Jen. You can tell Jen, like her face just says, this is not the night I want to be having. Yeah. It's so funny. And like Audrey does to her credit, she does pick up on that. Yeah. She's like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like we yeah. made a pact. We got to have fun. 
sorry. <laughs> and then she like immediately starts complaining about Pacey. Again. I know. And like, we kind of get this little bit of insight where she's like, we used to make fun of guys like that, you yeah. know? So like, you can see like how there's this fear that Pacey yeah. is becoming someone that she thought he never would be. And maybe yeah. like, that's the vibe. Like she is drawn to Pacey because he isn't like her father or she wanted like this slacker type person or whatever. Totally. And now he's like, become, she's like, you know, he is becoming something she didn't necessarily want. Um, yeah. but like, because it's not being like articulated to Pacey and I just feel like they do have good communication or they at least try yeah. that. Like that's where like, there's this issue where we're like, what exactly is going on? And like, even as a viewer, you have a hard time really like knowing what's going on and that that isn't that's not a good place to be in you know when someone's Uh totally spiraling like it's fine (laughs) when the friends don't you know not fine but like you get it when the friends don't understand like Jen spiraling in season two um Pacey spiraling in season four you can understand the friends not understanding but like as the viewer you get it you yeah it was clear what was happening yeah exactly yeah and so to watch this you're like what is going on you know (laughs) Also, she says this line and she's like, look, now we like barely have sex. We only have sex like three times a week, which did make me snort. I was like, I love Audrey. And Jack and Jen are just like, fuck. Jack is just like, I do know. I do not want to talk about this. It's so funny. It's so funny. Totally. And Jen like fucking bolt. She's like, I got to get a beer. I'll be right back. And Jack's like, fuck man. Now I'm like stuck here. And of course, at the bar, Jen gets her beer, turns around, immediately spills all over CJ because, of course. Yeah, I know. He's there. (laughs) Yeah. And she like starts spinning about like CJ being sober. Did we already know that? I think that like maybe it was like kind of offhanded, like referred to, but maybe not. But maybe not. Maybe I'm remembering wrong. I'm so sorry to all the supernatural fans, but Jensen Ackles, I don't remember a lot about. <laughs> yeah. Like I like, don't even remember if they ever said his name was CJ to be honest, but like, <laughs> um, so, like so I know like, that his name is CJ. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And she's like, you know, Oh, Oh, like I'm drunk, but, um, people drink at parties. Like, why are you at a party if you care? Yeah. And he's just kind of like, um, I don't like, yeah. you're fine. <laughs> it's kind of weird it's super awkward he's like do you think I'm like the lamest person ever and she's like no I think you're tons of fun and then like leaves <laughs> like she's just chaos yeah it's a total mess and like yeah she's drunk and it's a good job yeah. a good portrayal of oh like, yeah yeah, yeah. This, Michelle Williams you're doing awesome sweetie yeah exactly situation that's happening yeah. um and then yeah we go back to Audrey who is still talking talking Jack's ear off yeah. About Pacey. And he's, and then he like looks up and his professor walks in. Yeah. Like, okay. At first, like this guy looks a lot like CJ. So I was like, what, why was that? Is he like reacting that way to CJ? And then I was like, oh my God, this fucking, what is going on with this show? Totally. I agree with you. Cause Jack's like, oh shit, I gotta go. And like, oh, yeah leaves Audrey alone immediately is like, I got, I got to get out of here. Holy shit. And then like goes up to the professor and I was like, huh, yeah, that's a, that's a choice. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then the professor acts like he's doing research on pop culture by being at his student's house party. Yeah, he's like, you know. Like, quick question. How old is Jack? 20. We discussed this before the next part happens. (laughs) He's 20. Um, (laughs) Or maybe 19. 19 to 20. Yeah. Yeah. So, cause he's like, oh yeah. Like this professor's like one of my students invited me and like, you know, I get invited to these things. Cause like I teach a cool class and Jack's then like, oh, cool, 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 cool. Like, why don't we go get a beer? And yeah. the professor's like, yeah, yeah. What? Oh my God. Oh. I was like, oh, oh, we're going to get two bad teacher storylines at once now. Usually oh, they're spaced out, but now we're God. getting them all together. Yeah. So it's like every episode will have it like, because we're going to, you know, back yeah. and forth. Hudson's not in this episode, this. but we get this motherfucker whose name I've already. I forgotten. never can remember his name. <laughs> you can't either. Freeman. 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 Okay. I think so. So we go to the movie set, Joey and Eddie pull up and Joey's just like, oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> like, she's Jesus. like, is this a film set? <laughs> and Eddie's like, yeah, it's like a slasher film. And she's like, cool. Great. Cool. Cool. <laughs> cool. I'm cool. Doing, having a great night, by the way. <laughs> um, and then we go back to the party. Audrey's playing quarters. Um, and There's some creep sitting right next to her. Like up on her too. Yeah. Like his face is like way too close to her. And her phone rings and she's like fucking shit faced at this point. She's like yeah. fucking falling over basically. And like Pacey, it's Pacey, of course. And she's like, I'm such a dumb rich airhead. I'm so rich. And like, I can do this because I'm so rich. And she drops her cell phone in a beer. Which is like, yikes, girl. Yeah. Yeah. And like, then Audrey absolutely just chugs this drink that she has. Yeah. And Jen's like, like, "Uh, honey, are you okay? (laughs) What's going on? Yeah. Like, at least Jen notices this. Like, you know, Mm. she's like, oof, ah, that's not good. Whatever that's going on there. So, man. This is a mess. This is a mess. mess. Yeah. And we go back to set and Joey's like, okay, great. We're set up. Get let's get the the fuck fuck out of here. And Eddie's like, yeah, we got to get paid. And you're like, oh my God, that is not how it works. A big order like that. You'd have to pay in advance. Um, So you'd have to order that way in advance, but so much about this to deliver food, like just for workers comp, like you can't just have random people doing it like that. Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. I mean, whatever. It's fine. Oh, it's a TV show. We get it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she like, she's like on a mission, like getting the fuck out of here as fast as we can. She marches up to someone. She's like, um, can we get paid? We need to get out of here. And the, the you know, person on set's like, yeah, yeah, totally. Oh my God. We're so excited to eat. Um, you just need to go talk to that guy, Dawson over there. He'll sort it out. Dawson right there. Dawson, you know, she's like, she's great. Okay. Like, and to her credit, she immediately goes and talks to him. Like, yeah. To her credit, she doesn't like make Eddie go do it and make it a scene. She's just like, okay, here we are. But she wouldn't have made a scene. Like Eddie should have been taking care of this. She's the assistant in this situation. So I don't think her being like, Eddie, can you go do that? Would have been weird. But like, no, totally. I agree but like, with you that she's like, all right, fine. Yeah. Like, you know, like it, it's coming. It's co- this thing that I was hoping to avoid is now going to come and like, we're just going to lean into that. 
Yeah. Like I personally think it's a weird choice to like, try to talk to this person, like this situation they're in, like in a situation you can't talk, but like, you yeah. know, I'm not Joey. We all know right. that. <laughs> so, so, so she walks over there and he, like, I honestly think he's right to be stunned. You know, yeah. he's just like, he looks at her, like he like does a double take and he's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. like, she's like, Oh, that's, that's the first, like, I don't know. She's she like, Oh, like, nice I, to see you too. She's like, that's what you're going to say to me. And you're like, I get what she's mad. I totally understand yeah, yeah, why yeah. she's mad for sure. But yeah. like, also like, yeah, he's stunned. I, you just showed like, up at his work. That is a valid question. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> totally, totally. And like, it is frosty between these two, mm-hmm. like frosty. Mm-hmm. And she's like, look, I didn't, I couldn't tell you I was coming because I didn't know until I got here that I was coming. And he's like, oh, no problem. Like apology accepted. And she's like, bitch, what? I did not apologize to you. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, well, he, he's never apologized to you once. So uh, good, good, so good track She's getting on that train of like, you know, <laughs> yeah. not apologizing to him for, you know, whatever. And, right. And then he says, yeah. Like, why would you like it kind of snarky in this way where he's like, yeah, why would you ever apologize to me? And she just snaps and I'm kind of here for this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, good. Cause she's like, what does that mean? And at this point I'm in favor of launching Dawson into the sun. So, um, you know, that's where I'm currently at because of course, before he can answer Natasha and Todd come out yeah. of like wherever they were. And like, Todd recognizes Joey and like he's polite. Yeah. He says hello. Yeah. But as clueless as ever, Todd like introduces it's Natasha like, to Joey. Natasha. And they <laughs> the two girls look at each other and immediately know who the other one is. The other woman. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. they're each the other woman in this scenario. You know. Totally. Totally. And like and the cojones on Natasha. Bless girl. her heart. I know a lot of people think she is too much, but like this wild woman energy is like, I live yeah. for this. She is a wild woman of Dawson's Creek. She's yeah. great. Yeah. She's like, she looks at Dawson and is like, just flat out. Oh my God, this is her, isn't it? Yeah. And I was like, girl, I was like, give them a stand up and cheer in five seconds. I know. Like, I love it. I love it. <laughs> totally. Totally. I was like, good. She's like, you had the fucking nerve to bring this girl here after you dumped me. And like, after you told you me that I was the best sex of your life. And I was oh like, my I God. love this girl. I love her. I love it. And he like gets super uncomfortable. And she's like, what? I'm just quoting you, Dawson. And I was like, bitch, yes, get him, get him. I know. It's so awesome. Like, it's, it's amazing. So, like, he fucking deserves this, you he know? This. Totally. And like, I also like this energy of like, she's fucking railing on him. Like, yeah. you know, like yeah. on him. Yeah. Not on Joey, on this fucking asshole. Like, <laughs> you know? This? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Joey looks super deer in the headlights. And like, she's like, uh, what's yeah, like, happening? She kind of looks like humiliated in the sense that she can't, like, I don't know. I kind of got the energy. She's like, no, you can't talk to Dawson like that. He's my best friend, oh. you know? Oh, I didn't that, get like, that. Kind that kind of vibe that she gets, mm-hmm. you know? Um, where like, she thinks Natasha is like a bad person and you're like 
Natasha has your back. Natasha's being great. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get that sense, but I, you know, but I see it. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, after spending all this time with Joey, it's not unfathomable that that's what's happening to me. She looked like, I don't know what to do now. (laughs) I don't know where to go or where to look or I don't know what's happening. Yeah. (laughs) Cause Natasha keeps going. She's like, Oh, are you embarrassed? I wouldn't want to embarrass Dawson Leary, the chivalrous with your chivalrous nature and quiet dignity. And I was like, drag him. I am here for this. Yeah. She's like, you're the kind of guy that walks a girl home, but then calls and breaks up with her on the answering machine. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And like, you know, and tells like, tells her that she's the best sex you've ever had and then breaks up with her on the answering machine. And like, at some point in this, Eddie kind of like oversees that something is going down. Like he's far away, but he kind of sees that there's a situation. And like, then Natasha's just like a piece. I'm out (laughs) Like leaves, goes to her trailer. And then Joey just walks away too. Like everyone's like, okay, good. We're done. Okay, great. And then I mean, <laughs> I just love that. Like this woman is like, you think you're a good guy, but you're not. I agree with you a hundred percent. I was like, in that moment, I was like, yes, tell him like, yeah. this is what we've been arguing for since from the get go is like, you think you're such a good guy. Cause you'll like walk a girl home. But like, are you actually like walking a girl home is fine and all, but like, then what happens? Right. You know, like, how do you treat them? How do you make them feel right. like, you know, right. for sure. Definitely. Just doing one or two empty gestures is not the same as like being a good guy. Yeah. And I think like <laughs> Natasha just flat out saying it like that is why yeah. she always has a special place in my heart. You know, agreed, agreed, agreed. I was so excited. Mm-hmm. And like, of course, like Dawson looks at Todd and Todd's like super proud like <laughs> of this. And like, again, how is this different than rich? Like, no, you know I, what I mean, like, it's like, it's so weird. Totally. Um, so then we go to the party, Jack and his professor talking about their favorite Simpsons episodes. And like, <laughs> Jack's like, I can't believe I can have this conversation with my professor. Cause like last year I didn't know any of them and da, 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 da. And like, the professor's like, but your work is so amazing. Like I loved your last paper. And then they switch gears like real quick. Yeah. Cause like the professor's like, oh, I met my wife at a party like this in grad school. And Mm -hmm. then he's like, and you know what? She just told me she's pregnant. (laughs) Like now she's at a conference and I just like could not sit in an apartment by myself because everything feels so real. So I just came here and I was like, men, therapy is a thing also friends you should have friends friends, friends. You definitely oh my have god some friends. you should have a friend or two like <laughs> oh my god like what is going on yeah it's yeah. so fucked up it's like yeah. yeah my wife just called me and said she's pregnant which like already is a mood okay and then all and then my response to that was like let me go illegally supply beer or maybe to not a supply share beer with a minor yeah you know and mm-hmm. talk about the Simpsons, like what? And then unload this all on a 19 year old. Going on. <laughs> My student, a 19 year old. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have said that. And Jack's like, oh, yes, no. you shouldn't have. You have, yeah. you're right. <laughs> you should. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. And like Jack's like, no, 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 it's fine. And then he, like the professor's like, you know, I can't feel ridiculous for being here. And Jack's like, no, it's like great that you're here. <laughs> like Jack, <laughs> brother. Yikes. <laughs> this is not your fault, but also keep it in your pants, sir. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then we go to the strip club. Yeah. Pacey, Pacey is trying, hangs up the phone. Yeah, he's trying to call Audrey and like, or yeah. he's like, yeah. And Rich is like, <laughs> you're Nate. There are naked women around here. Like, you know, don't you want to help them by giving them money so that they like dance on you? He's so gross riches. Yeah. I know. And he gives this like big dumb speech that I didn't even write down, but like about how, like, I can tell you're so in love and like, because you're so in love, she'll definitely talk to you again. And like, it's very stupid. And then Pacey is like, uh, is that the best you have? Yeah, no, like, what happens is P- Pacey's like, I messed up with my girl. Like, he's upset yeah. and he doesn't have anyone to talk to. So, yeah. and, you know, Rich kind of like gets into the story where he like says that he like low key, like he low key says he cheated on this girl and yeah. like, you know, she wouldn't talk to him. And like, you know, what she, he did. He just showed up at her place and like he didn't have to say anything. He just looked at her. And she looked back at him and they both knew that he was sorry and that they loved each other. (laughs) And like, he's basically explaining like Dawson and Joey's relationship. (laughs) And then Pacey looks at him and he's like, Rich, you're full of crap. Yeah. Fucking made that shit up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and they like kind of bond over this, you know? And you're like, yeah. I'm sorry. I I could not bring myself to care about any of it. I was just like, oh my God, I'm so bored. Yeah. Like on the one hand, like, yeah, like this, like the character of Rich is so dumb that it's like, you can't care. Like he's just like all around a bad person. And this interest he's taking in like, you know, mentoring and fostering Pacey is like fucked up. Like, you know, there's something fucked up happening here because he's already the the first introduction of him, he stole from Pacey. So it's right. like, I don't know why, like as the viewer, what we're not, we're supposed to be like, okay, this guy sucks. But like, I get it though, that Pacey is trying to like, you know, make a name for himself and work his way up. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I he get has that. to like put up with this guy in order yeah. to like level up to not put up with that asshole, you know? So you, you understand it, but like, yeah, yeah can we just like minimize this rich guy? Like, yeah. I do know. I have to? Yeah, exactly. Like, why are we like, doing do I this? keep having to like watch these speeches that he gives? That's yeah. Mine. Like I just like, I and don't not that care. Dana Ashbrook isn't good. Like he's fine. He's perfectly smarmy. And like, you know, he does that well, but yeah. like, it's just like, it's stupid and I don't care. Yeah. And like, you know, they're trying to play it that like Pacey is like becoming like him. And that's yeah. why Audrey is like, you know, struggling within their relationship but like but he's like, not but that he's pacey isn't like that's yeah. not how either joshua jackson is acting or it's just like not how it's coming across yeah. or whatever or yeah. written or a number of things yeah but like we don't see pacey like you know becoming like you know um rich, rich. really like no you know we see him struggling with like the uh, Pacey he wants to be and then like who he has to be to fit into this but like and also just like juggling his professional life and his personal life which is like a thing that we all have to do yeah exactly and like to me that's really interesting right like 
Yeah, because he's working and Audrey's in school and right. like, you know, gets to like go to a house party and like, you know, like they're just like have different um, time. Well, and doesn't too. Yeah, doesn't have to get up at like the butt crack of dawn and like, you know, go to work like, you know, yeah, he can't exactly. stay out till three in the morning because like he's got to get up at like seemingly like five or six. And exactly. You know. Yeah. Anyway, so back at the party, this guy is like all over Audrey and oh she's my God, it's so like, drunk. It's the same guy from the yeah. previous scene and like it instantly escalated into like a real danger, real, real red flag. Super danger because she's so drunk. She can barely keep her eyes open. Yeah. And like he's like all over her and they kind of kiss really quickly, but like she pushes him away. She, yeah, she like she pushes him and she says no yeah she's drunk she's like no and then he takes he's like let's go to a secondary location yeah and she's like (laughs) okay and he has to like carry like he has to like prop her up as they're walking Mm -hmm. yeah and they walk past jen who is like telling a 40 year old man that she prefers the white stripes um it's supposed to be a college student but it's definitely played by a 40 year old yeah um and she's jen's like hey hey audrey like what are you what's going on like what's happening and she like puts herself in front of them which i really appreciated yeah and and jen like looks at her and looks at this guy and is like no she's like way too drunk yeah um and like then like the guy she was talking about the white stripes to tries to block her from following audrey and this other guy upstairs yeah it's and so jen, scary <laughs> and jen just like fucking fierce is like if you don't move i'll separate you from your genitalia which i really appreciated yeah totally and like cj sees this and yeah. he like comes to help which is yeah, yeah. also amazing yeah and like he says to the the dude that Jen was talking to, like, what's going on here? Yeah. And then the dude's like, ah, oh, she's crazy. You know, he tries to get like the bro code going. She's overreacting. Yeah. She's crazy. She's a diva. She's yeah, like yeah. whatever dog whistle we're using. And CJ's like, okay, if nothing's happening, then you won't mind us going, you know? And like, yeah. C- like CJ is like, this is what men should be doing. Just like, right. Okay, maybe she is crazy, but like, I don't know if you're crazy too. So like, I'm going to get more data. I'm definitely not going to stop at your word. Yep. And, you know, we, we follow them upstairs and like, it's handled pretty easily. Like, you know, Audrey's super drunk. CJ handles the dude. So Jen can take Audrey and they can get out of there and they can get out of there. And like, that's a really disturbing thing. Like obviously could have gone worse, but didn't go great. (laughs) Didn't go great. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So we we go over the film set and Todd like is real, like unhappy as he walks over to Dawson and Mm -hmm. he's like, just like, so here's the thing. I like you. I, you know, you are a really good assistant, but Natasha will not come out of her, you know, trailer until I fire you. And mm-hmm. the thing is like, you're the only person on set. I don't want to fire. And Dawson is like, I get it. I understand. Yeah. And Todd's like, but keep in touch. Like we, maybe we can work on the next film. And Dawson's like, okay. Okay. And it's like, is this the first time we're seeing a consequence for Dawson's behavior? Girl. 
I have a very similar note, which is I kind of wish this stuck because Dawson deserves like one consequences for his Mm -hmm. actions ever, Mm -hmm. but whatever. But yeah, I think like this is the one of the first consequences he's ever faced. Yeah. You know, and not a fake consequence. Like I didn't get to have Joey the fucking exact second I wanted I lost the girl, you know. (laughs) That I didn't have in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, so, so we go then, you know, he like, he's like, okay, got it. Like, and, yeah. and sort of starts to leave. So and we then go over to Jen and CJ <sighs> walking the girl home. Yeah. Turns mm-hmm. out that's not very special. <laughs> Turns out no. And Jen's like, okay, like, you know, you can go. Cause like, I think I'm going to stay here tonight. And, mm-hmm. and like, he's like, okay, like as long as you're okay. And you know, he leaves and Jen tries to talk to Audrey, but Audrey's like, can you just go? Like, I just it's want. so sad. Yeah. Jen's like, do you need water? Do you need anything? And Audrey's like, yeah. can you just leave? And, and Jen Jen's agrees, like, but she's like, I'm going to call you in the morning. Like, oh, it's so sad, you know? Yeah. yeah. It sucks. And, and like, it sucks. And like, it's very clear that something is very wrong with Audrey at this point. Yes. Like, yeah. if it hasn't already been clear, it's very clear now. Um. And when Jen goes outside, like CJ's waiting for her in the hall, Mm -hmm. he was like, just waited for a little bit. And he was like, you know, I was about to leave, but (laughs) here you are. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you know, I'm really sorry that I was like weird or mean earlier, like, Mm -hmm. you know, and then she like kind of tells him she comes clean to him. She's like, you know, the thing that happened with Audrey tonight, like that's happened to me before. Yeah. More than once. She (sighs) says. And she's like, and to watch her go through it was like really just weird. And I was like, I just want to give Jen a hug. So I know. Bad. Like, I mean, it's one of those things where like watching that scene in 20, you know, 2003, you can see how the language isn't there yet. For yeah. her to be like, I was totally triggered, you know? <laughs> and yeah, like, yeah. And to be able to say like, just, I was triggered and have the, you know, person on the receiving end completely understand that, you know, mm-hmm. like instead of having to you know relive it kind of this complete explanation where you have to like relive it in a way um yeah and she yeah so then she's like and that's why I'm a mess and like it's really sad that she still sees herself as messy like I get it obviously like I understand and this has been Jen's journey throughout the whole series but like we've seen her actually be pretty so awesome you know like she had this like you know, even last season, she dated this guy she thought was hot and he was trash and she fucking kicked his ass to the curb and like never really talked to him again, you know? Yeah. And she got to like date one of the like persons she thought was like the love of her life, you know? And like it ran its course and she broke up when she was ready, you know? Mm -hmm. So like we've seen this like total growth from her and I don't really see her being like messy in the way she does. I obviously get yeah why she feels that way about she still herself. feels messy even if she might mm-hmm. not be messy yeah and he and cj like to his credit he's like you know look like i don't think you're a mess like and yeah. he's like you know you he's didn't like, do anything wrong tonight like or audrey didn't do anything wrong tonight and like and he says to her what the same thing henry did which is like <laughs> look, whatever happened to you in your past is like what made you who you are. And you're like yeah. an amazing, empathetic person. And like, that is amazing, you know? Yeah. And that's very like similar to what Henry said, which is, is like yeah. what Jen want has wanted to hear, you know, someone yeah. to have accepted her 
like out of the gates Holy. for like, yeah. yeah. And I think Dawson got there, but I, yeah. I think there was a real trauma for like him not accepting it at first. And oh, I think, oh, totally. you know, they obviously reached a point where he understood and he got there for sure. But I always wondered if Jen held, held a little bit of resentment in her heart because of that. Well, and like the thing about those things, right. Is that it's like, you can get past that stuff. They can stop being trigger points, but like a scar like that, a scar is a scar is a scar, you know, like it stays. Mm -hmm. And so maybe it doesn't affect you in the same way, but it doesn't mean it's not there. Totally. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. and so, you know, she says that that's a really nice spin that CJ just said. And, you know, she kind of like, yeah, I I don't know that she buys it, but she's like, thank you for saying it basically. Yeah. And he kind of says to her, like, you know, like when he's like, you're not a mess, he's like, that's for (laughs) you to like, to know about yourself, to like trust about yourself, you know? And like, I don't know. He's kind of like, he's being like such a good person to her. Yeah, I agree. Um, so then we go to the set where Dawson in his final act as assistant goes and finds Joey to pay her. Um, and Natasha oversees this interaction and And Dawson's like bummed. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's one of those things where like, this is part of the toxicity of their, their relationship is that like, she's like his only friend, like sure. Like he's definitely friends with Jen and Jack and Pacey and Audrey to a certain extent, but like, not really, you know what I mean? He's not, he seems to not be friends with any of them really. (laughs) So yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so he like has this, huge life event happened and he has no one to tell. So he needs to tell Joey. I mean, obviously she's right there too, but he's like, I got fired. And you're like, in that moment, you kind of like understand, like, you know, just like how much his life is in ruins, you know? Yeah. I don't feel like, I, I mean, I'm sad he got fired obviously, but like, I am not just because like, I'm sad about those things, but like, right. Get it he kind of deserved it and like you know he finally been there's a consequence totally trash like this whole season to be honest so like <laughs> you know you're kind of like mm-hmm. mm, my sympathy's running a little dry you know and yeah. he, t- he tells there her, was like 30 minutes in this season where you weren't complete and utter garbage so exactly you know he's like I got fired and she's like you know like obviously like hearing that news is like best yeah back in best friend mode where she's like oh my god I'm so sorry you know yeah and then she's kind of like all right I should go (laughs) yeah and like I will commend him I do think it's brave of him to be like I don't know if I'll ever see Joey again you know like totally I'm going back to LA you know and so like in this moment he's like hey um and he kind of stumbles over his words but he's like do you think it like would have worked out between us if things had been different and like, I, I think you should ask these things and Dawson totally. is one to do that. So like, yeah. it's not, you know, like a, it's not out of character for him necessarily, but like, you know, like I do think it's brave of him to ask too. And also like something that they should really talk out, you know, totally, totally. And then Joey, I mean, this like kind of, I kind of love this cause she's yeah. like, I don't know, but like, the thing is, is that they're never different. Things are never different between us. Yeah. And she's like, you know, it's probably better. Like the only way we can finally stand on our own, like we've just hurt each other so much. So like, we have to let each other go now. Otherwise we never would. And I was like, 
damn, is this the scene we've been fucking begging for? Yeah. I mean, like, and it's like not that long of a scene, but like, no, I I don't understand why it's taken this long, but like, this is it, man. So much insight from Joey and how she feels about, you know, what went down between them this season and maybe all the previous other seasons, you know, (laughs) totally. and like, you know, she's owning up to the fact that she hurt him, which she did, but like, you know, and the fact like, and just having a real understanding that they have hurt each other and that they're both holding each other back, you know, like, and this also this, sorry, hard because to me, it's hard that like, you kind of like it is small and you wish there were more to it. And because mm-hmm. there's such a ratio of Pacey and Joey, like we don't even get into like all of the intricacies, like, you know, sure. or we don't get like, I have, haven't been able to be best friends with Jen because of you. I haven't been able right. to be nice to her because of you, not because it's your fault, but because of our dynamic, yeah. you yeah. know, and like just the ways in which like they're, you know, relationship has like really crippled all, all every aspect of their life. Totally. And like the thing she says where she's like, you know, it's probably, this is the only way we can finally stand on our own. Like it, I feel like that too. I wish they, like, I agree. I wish they had gotten more into this because even though this is like so much more than I feel like we've gotten, um, like I also, there's this part of me that's like, yeah, this, um, this like admission that like, they had to completely obliterate this relationship mm-hmm. in order to get through it or get past it. That like, even at the end of season three, when Dawson like nearly kills Pacey, when mm-hmm. Dawson like is so awful to her in his room during um, the longest what day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When Dawson, like just like over and over again, when he like when tells he... her she's free at the end of. Yeah. Or even like, at season two, like obviously it was such a painful moment for him him to like not he saw it he saw the drugs but he made her do the work of of you know turning her dad in which like I still maintain is super fucked up like he saw the drugs yeah isn't he evidence enough you know right um and so like you know that was really traumatic for her but, but none still- of that totally obliterated their relationship mm-hmm. like this did. Yeah. And like the, and like the fact that like, in order for them to move on from each other, they had to just basically like annihilate the other person within their life yeah. is like, I mean, that's like fucked, but also like, I'm glad you can both see it, I guess. Like it's wild I that this totally is what's agree. happening. But I mean, like, obviously as the viewer, I've felt this way, like for a long time where uh-huh. it's like, y'all just need to get out of each other's lives, you know? And yeah. I think that they both tried to at different points, like, you yeah. know, at least in season four, like we saw Dawson really being like, girl, like, I just don't think I can be friends with you. Yeah. And like, and like, that's fair. Like that's totally fair. And her really pressuring and pushing to be friends, you know? And, and in like, season five, her giving him all the space after. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, and trying to like figure out what that meant, like what their like mm-hmm. new friendship was like and, and trying that out. Um, while like maybe not being entirely or like ever supportive of him dating Jen, you know? Um, so like, I agree. Like, again, it's like such a weird sell of like this soulmate friendship of like, well, well, the only way we can really like 
be who we want to be is if we're not in each other's lives and we've hurt each other to the point where like we can't even really like be around each other right right well and it's just such a like they just so lose the plot of like you know as you've said time and again like the plot of this show is can a friendship survive your sexual awakening Mm -hmm. and it feels like I mean it feels like the answer right now is no but it also feels like they've lost the plot of that yeah (laughs) you know yeah um and so like as Dawson and Joey walk away from each other to go their separate ways Natasha just like you see this look on her face where she's like oof yeah like (laughs) that was rough like I don't even really know what's happening but that was I know that was rough yeah totally yeah (laughs) and Eddie sees it too yeah yeah so everyone's kind of like okay things are happening Mm -hmm. yeah Um, And then we go to Jack, whose professor drives the sedan version of the Volvo station wagon and I drove in high school and college. Shout out to Ophelia, the Volvo. (laughs) Um, And he's like dropping Jack off. And he's like, he also like drives the guy home, the person home. Mm. I mean, it's not the same as walking, but it is right. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And he's like, you know, I had fun tonight and I like really needed that. The professor says this to Jack and he goes on. It's too much. I'm sorry. (laughs) He goes on to say, I was so confused because like, here I am. I'm a married man. My wife is pregnant. And then I show up at this party hoping to run into a certain student. And I was like, (laughs) okay, like what? here's my problem. Here's my, I mean, this is very problematic. Mm -hmm, (laughs) So mm -hmm. don't get me wrong. But like, I'm here for an adult. I'm an adult and I'm questioning my sexuality storyline. I'm here for that storyline. Right. I'm here for it to end with that person realizing that they aren't with the right person or that they are with the right Mm -hmm. person. They just happen to be attracted to another group of people Mm -hmm. that they didn't really fully like embrace or know about before. Yeah. Like I would be happy to see a story like that play out. My problem is why must it play out with a teacher Mm-hmm. why must it play out with Jack as the like object of affection right like why do we have to have this like I mean it's not just an age discrepancy but also a power dynamic discrepancy like totally. why do we have to have this you could totally have some guy who got married really young and yes, like and I then know. is like having a crisis of faith Yes, I'm like, maintaining that like this doesn't have to be the professor for right. this to be happening. It could just be totally. another student on campus. And I agree, yeah. it could be a student that is married or like, you know, like even just give a weird like TV storyline where it's like, oh, I married my college girl or my high school girlfriend because she got pregnant when we were 17. And like, now I don't know what's happening. Or like, like I'm Mormon and I got married right out of high school. And yeah. Like, I don't know what my body's doing married now, but... so I could have sex. And like, now I'm kind of like, oh, you know, maybe yeah. dismantling that, like, you know, heteronormativity of my Christian faith is like yeah. leading me on this path. Like so many things could have like a a similar like vein Mm -hmm. and Jack also struggling, but like, it's not like struggling in this fucking psycho way, you know, where it's like, there's such a gross power dynamic. And also like, you know, like he's married and has a kid and like, you don't want to be involved in that, you know, like, I don't know. Like, cause like Jack is this look on his face, like, Oh fuck. Like, Oh fuck. Shit. And the professor is like, oh, did I like, 
did I, that was bad that I shocked you. And Jack's like, well, I mean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, dude. What did you like? What? And he's like, well, you can think about it. And it's like, think about what though? Like what, like, what are you talking about? Like, okay. I get it. Like you are talking about maybe having a crush on me, but like, what do I need to think about? Like, do I need to think about like you losing your, you know, virginity with a man to me? Like, you know, or like, uh, what? Or like, like you're, yeah. Or us dating or us just like going to my house and like talking around. Or do you just want to like talk about like this feeling you're having? Yeah. And like, why is Jack like the gay, like he's the one like ushering gay men out of the closet now? I mean, I'm here for that. But like, my thing is like, actually I'd be here for that if I actually got to see any of it. Totally. We didn't get to see slutty Jack and I still am resentful of that, you know? And we didn't get to see Jack like help usher Eric out of the closet. Yeah, or be heartbroken when Eric broke up with him, you know? Like then maybe we can understand like why he has this like crush on a straight guy where it's like, well, it's safe. Like I can mm. be like, oh, it's nice to have a crush, but also like nothing's going to happen from it. And yeah. like, you know, like that makes sense. Even from, I still feel that way about Jack right now, but like, you know, yeah, that's because that's like a story in my so-called life. So like, we get it. You totally. Know? We get it. And like, you know, Jack's like gets out of the car kind of as quickly as possible. And then like, and he's, oh, he's like, oh God. <laughs> uncomfortable and like i do want to say amen god bless curse smith is such a genius because this is the appropriate response like you know to just be like what the fuck you know like you know and like that like i I like this character that he's built of jack you know yeah totally again like that's one of my problems always with katie holmes where i'm like what is that choice like what is that right, right. you know um yeah particularly in seasons five and six like yes yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah so then we go to audrey's dorm pacey knocks on the door and she's like you know he wants to talk and she's like no <laughs> and she's like he's like well can i like call you in the morning and she's like no and he's like, you know, I like, don't know what you want me to say. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Note, note, note. I know. <laughs> he says, I'm I so know. sorry. And she's like, can you just come inside and hold me? And like, whoo, this is, Ooh. I feel that. Like, I feel that on such a deep level. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I can do that. And like, at this point, I'm like screaming because I'm like, how is no one freaking the fuck out about Audrey? I know. I agree if any of my friends were behaving like this, I would be melting down. I would be like, okay. We're yeah, like talk. I could like, see like how in the moment yeah. he's like, okay, you're just mad at me because uh-huh. of what happened tonight. But I do think in the morning you would have like an actual discussion of like, yeah, what's going on here? Going like, on. I'm sorry that that happened, but like, you know, like was your reaction to that happening only because of what happened. Do you, I don't know. Right. It's super, it's hard to see Pacey behaving like this in the sense yeah. that like, I just don't buy it. That he wouldn't notice that she's like this, that she's, he like wouldn't like keep asking her, like following yeah. up with it. Yeah. 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 Like, I don't know. Also just a note at the end of this scene, Pacey does get into her bed 
in his full clothes that he has worn to multiple strip clubs. Um, and it's not even about the strip club. It's like at a, about the bar situation. It's a whatever the clubs, bars, yeah. clubs. Yeah. It's you're right. It's not about the strip club, but like, woof, woof, woof. And those sleazy ass sketchy dudes that he was yeah, hanging like, out with. There's definitely like cocaine dust on his please, shoulder for please sure. Please take off your pants and overshirt. Like, please okay anyway sorry um so then we go back to set and natasha grabs dawson before he leaves and she's like look i got you your job back and she's like i'm really sorry about before like i got drunk because i knew i was gonna see you and i got mad because i was drunk like yeah and that's how that worked yeah she's like i freaked out when i saw joey and you know i just like didn't I was scared well, to see you. And she like admits to him. She's like, I liked you a lot. And like, as the viewer, we know what he said about her, that she was nothing. Yeah. I mean, what she says makes me hate Dawson because like, she's so vulnerable. And so like, as if I didn't hate Dawson enough, she's like, you know, you really hurt me. And like, I really liked you. And then you broke up with me on my answering machine. Yeah. And like, so this, the thing that he told Joey in episode two, it seems like was a bald faced lie. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You know? (laughs) And so like, I totally agree with you. Like, I mean, again, like it kind of confirms what like, you know, female viewers were thinking about what Dawson was saying, where he's like, oh, she was nothing or whatever. And you're like, well, then why were you, why did you have to break up with her? And then it's like, well, why, when were you going to tell me about this? Like all these questions that like kind of poke holes in like, and again, I think he's allowed to be dating. And he also, he was allowed to still like do this, like whatever you can do, whatever you want, but you still reap the consequences. That's it. You know, reap the whirlwind, babe. Yeah. As as Alex would say. But it's like Uh, so sad to me that like, we know that he was like, she meant nothing to me. And she's over here saying, I really liked you. And like that happens in relationships. Sure. I get it. But like seeing it, it's hard to see. It's sad. It's hard to watch. Mm -hmm. And then he makes me somehow even angrier because he flat out apologizes. I know. I know. Like, I mean, good that he's doing this, (laughs) but like, we've never once seen this to Joey, like never, Never. like, Oh my God. That was the whole problem. in episode two. Yes. Yeah, I know. It was the whole problem in episode two is that he didn't apologize to Joey. And then this girl who he's, we've heard him say meant nothing to him. Mm -hmm. He apologizes to, and it's like, that's my thing is it's like, so you can't apologize to the person that you supposedly care the most about The girl who means everything to you doesn't deserve apology. Like, you know, and like, I think everyone deserves an apology. So like, I'm not pitting these two women against. No, 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 no. I'm not. Nor am I. I'm just saying like, what? Like, so we know you have the capacity to do it, but somehow you just think it's like, what it's this. That's what I mean. It's the story of what Rich was saying. We looked at each other and we just knew that we loved each other and (laughs) that we were both sorry, you know? And like Casey's calling bullshit on that relationship, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, so anyway, I'm irate at this point. And she's like, you know, look, I, Natasha says like, I saw you talking to Joey and like, I saw your face as you watched her leave. And I realized that she hurt you more than you hurt me. And like, 
she's like, so like, let's go work. I got your job back. And yeah, I, I got I'm your job like, back. I'm sorry. I love this wild woman. This is so I, I like because also me too. Like it's so like she's just like it's also gonna hurt you having to work with me. Like you know, like she mm-hmm. still has teeth in this a little like, cattiness. Yeah, situation like, you in know? a great way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like I'm just like here for it. Like yeah, I, same. I'm so here for this. You same. know, and she totally. obviously liked fucking him too. So she's like I maybe want to fuck with you and fuck you. So yeah. like, you know, Listen, God bless her. Yeah. Go with God, Natasha. You're great. I know. So <laughs> we go back then to hell's kitchen where Joey and Eddie are closing up and Eddie's like, okay, like what, who was that guy? Like t- starts yeah. asking her about Dawson and she's just like, oh, he's an old friend. And like, she pretty quickly changes the subject. Yeah, she um, definitely doesn't want to talk about it. And that's fair. And he yeah. says like, and he also is like, oh, sorry, I, I'm not trying to pry. He lets it go, you yeah. Know? Like he totally lets it go. And like, yeah. you know, like I just, I think it's sweet. They're building this like come camaterie like in a way that a bartender does like you can tell that he's a bartender (laughs) yes i do and i worked at a restaurant at this point so this felt very real to me of like the camaraderie of like food service um yeah it's that's no joke yeah so he she's like you know okay like i want to know why you like on the road because it can't just be that it's about people who follow the impulse because like as I said, it has no story. It meanders. It's misogynistic. And Eddie, to be fair, is like, that is all true. Like, yeah. you're right. He's like, but when I read it for the first time, it blew my mind because it was like this celebration of madness and people who take a chance and who really live. And he's like, I've always wanted to be one of those people. Um, okay. <laughs> so um, my little, I have a little something to say about on the road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so. I think Joey's right (laughs) Mm -hmm. about her description of on the road. It is all those things. It's also kind of homophobic, but I will say it is a book that I started to read a few times and couldn't get into like when I was in high school and college. And then right at the end of my junior year that I did abroad in London, I read it and I loved it. Like I devoured it in a day or two days or something. I read the original scrolls when it came out a few years later and I have not read it since Mm -hmm. because I truly believe this is my take on, on the road. There are certain books and this is one of them that you have to read at exactly the right time time. Yeah. Yeah. There's too early and there's too late. Mm -hmm. And like, this is a book that I think I'd really hate if I read it now. Um, and so like maybe Eddie was just in the right place and the right time and Joey isn't. And I yeah. think that that's totally fair. And he kind of admits as much, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. and I kind of like this idea that he's, you know, saying to her is that like, I liked it for the reason you like little women, you know, Yeah, <laughs> because there's a personal connection for me. And like, I agree that there are these a- problems academically or like, mm-hmm. you know, in, in other ways, but like, that doesn't mean I can't like it. You know what totally. I mean? Like, and I, like, again, it kind of speaks to like what I was saying about Joey being so broken down that like, there is a difference between an opinion and like whether or not material is good or, you know, whatever you want to say, like, and she's kind of working her way through that. Yeah. And if, if you haven't caught on yet with what I'm sort of building is that like, I do have an opinion about this class and what it reads as well. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm highlighting every book because I do think it's important. 
Um, also <laughs> I'll admit now too, that when this season was airing, I read almost every single one of the books that they read. So, yeah. um, I was like kind of obsessed with what they were reading in this class when this season was airing. <laughs> so I have a lot of opinions about it. Um, but like, I do want to say that, like, you know, I, I think what's so interesting about a class like this, and this seems like an American canon kind of class, uh-huh. um, is that like, yes, Jack Kerouac is an important figure in American canon. Sure. Mm-hmm. But like, I do like that Eddie is like, let's have an actual conversation about what this book is mm-hmm. and like, not in an academic sense. And I think that like sometimes in college, and I know this is how I felt in college is like, you kind of lose that sometimes. Yeah. It took me a long time to get it back after college. Yeah. I mean, that's essentially like the film school of it all for Dawson where it's like, he always said his favorite director is Spielberg. And again, you can change your favorite director, (laughs) of course. But then as soon as he's in film school, he's like, oh, my favorite director is Soderbergh, you know? And like, maybe he changed and that's totally fine. But did he change because of like his opinion on movies or because of the like way in which he felt like he had to fit into like the film nerd, the film school, the, the, you know, the people he was around and like, and also like there was such a, like, it was funny and we made fun of him, but there was something so like quaint and like special about Dawson that he like, didn't care. He's like, yes, I hear you, but I think Spielberg (laughs) is a God and he is my favorite director. And like, I always like, like we made fun of him, but I always liked that about him. You yeah, know? totally. Like he just, just liked that about him. And you know? and like, yeah. And I think like just being like, hey, I like this is something that I like and I'm gonna own that I like. Yeah, because like again, and this isn't the same, but it's like if you're asking someone what your your favorite thing is, it doesn't mean like what's the best literary right. example, who's the greatest auteur, like you know, it's like what is your favorite, you know? Yeah. And to feel like that can't just be whatever brings you joy and like you define yourself it is like it's part of your journey of your youth for sure and mm-hmm. you know lifelong if we're honest um yeah. yeah but like eddie's such a good like interesting vibe for her like especially since opposed to like you know aj charlie all the dudes we've seen her with it's yeah. like you know Yeah. And so like, after he says this thing about like, it was a celebration of madness and people who take a chance and live, and he's always wanted to be one of those people. She like, she kisses him, kisses him. Is this the first time we've seen her make the first move? Um, did she, she kissed Charlie? Yeah. She kissed Charlie behind the stage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, and like Eddie was like, what, you know, what was that? And she was like, oh, I was just like following an impulse. And Eddie, like, to be fair, I really actually like how Oliver Hudson plays this. Cause he's I do like, too. cause he's like, not mad. No. Um, and he's like, no, he's like, I think that guy on that movie set really hurt you. And like, this is how you're dealing with it. And then she gets a little mad because she, she does. I know, I know, <laughs> yeah. I know. She's I know. not like being called out if there's yeah, anything yeah. we know. Yeah. And she, he's like, 
And she's like, no, you're wrong. And he's like, look, if you want to kiss me because you want to kiss me, like, I'm cool with that. But like, yeah, he's like, I'm totally okay with you kissing me. It's not about that. And don't feel yeah. safe about that, you know? But yeah. like, I want it to be for the right reasons, not an, an act of pain, you know? Yeah, not because you're mad at someone else. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, whatever happened between you guys, like, you're going to have to deal with that yourselves, like, just you. Mm-hmm. And, which I like, I'm like, girl write that down that is some great advice I know <laughs> yeah. I know it's like at least be this guy's friend like yeah. oh my gosh like you know like for advice on like dude he's dropping truth on you yeah totally exactly. yeah yeah and, and then he's just like you know I'll give you a ride home so he's driving yeah. her home mm-hmm. driving, and he's like I, I just gotta grab my coat and she's just like deep in thought like you know she's like huh so I don't know. I, I do like that. We get to see in this episode. Oh, that's the end of the episode. Yeah. And I, I do like that. We get to see that both Dawson and Joey in like these more adult situations in this episode, like, mm-hmm. cause like both Dawson and Natasha and Joey and Eddie feel so much more grown up, like yeah. watching them, t- these two couples together and not that they're couple couples, but like, yeah, yeah. Like they just feel more grown up in these with these other people. Well, yeah, because there's the stake, the stakes are lower with Eddie and Natasha because like they shouldn't be intense stakes in a relationship. Like that shouldn't really exist. You know, it does when you're young because you're young and like, you know, that was a hard thing for Joey and Dawson to grow out of the the stakes of like when we fuck, it's going to be so amazing. It's going to be transcendent. And then we're going to be together forever. And our relationship is going to be so easy. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Like yeah. that was the stakes of them fucking, you know? Yeah, 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 and like, yeah. that's stupid. That's, that's a lot so of stakes. childish, <laughs> yeah. you know? And so to have the, you know, like, of course, like there's stakes in, in these other partnerships or whatever, but like, they're not like that. They're not so intense. They're more like realistic and, and just like, I don't know, level and normal for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. Um, so that like, that is what makes it feel more grown up and more of an adult of like, look, if you be you, you do you, yeah. maybe we'll work out. And if we don't work out, we don't work out, but like, you know, that's how it is. Well, and that's why, I mean, I know that there are some exceptions, but like, that's why for the most part, I think like, you need to break up with your high school sweetheart. Yeah. Even if it's just a little for a while so that like those, you know, big, like you can, you can have the more like, Hey, it's fine. Like we're just two people hanging out together and like having fun and like seeing if we like each other. Yeah. And seeing if we're, we work out together and like, yeah. Or even seeing how Eddie's like, like what I'm seeing here is that like you're acting out about a thing that like hurt you and to have Joey react in such anger, yeah. you know, is part of her journey, but that's because she's used to behaving. So, you know, with a person who never apologizes a person who like <laughs> is obsessed with gaslighting her you and know? doesn't listen to her opinion. And like yeah. Eddie, Eddie, this whole episode is actively seeking out her opinion. Sure. It's about on the road, but yeah. like, that's not nothing, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And has a differing, different opinion than her, but isn't like, you're wrong. <laughs> totally. Just yeah. like, oh, hey, I think this is what's happening. Yeah, totally. Cool. So who you're rooting for? I mean, in a way, I'm kind of rooting for all of them, right? Yeah, like, definitely. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I think, you know, it's funny. So many people are like messaging us and are like, God, season six, this is such a slog. Like you guys are like in it now. And yeah. I actually, this episode, I was like, actually like parts of it were like, this is stupid, but like, I actually kind of enjoyed this episode. And I, I totally think agree. I think by the end, I'm like, okay, I think you all, except for Audrey, who I'm still just fucking concerned about, but rooting like, for her to get better. <laughs> yeah. Rooting for her to fi- figure out what's happening. But like, other than that, everyone seems to be like doing what they want to do and going after things. And sure. Do I think everything that they're going after is going to work out well? No, but like, you do know, I like what they're going after, like, um, yeah, you know, don't do it. I don't know, professor relationship and I hate rich. So like, you know, right. Whatever. But like, but like Jack at the end of the episode, Jack kind of is like, oh shit. Like, you exactly. know, cause he, and he kind of like realizes like, maybe that's not a good idea. You know, yeah, at least that's Casey, the impression I like got. was, yeah. you know, still kind of true to himself. Like he did mm-hmm. do the networking with these bros or whatever, but he stayed true to himself and like went home to Audrey, to his girlfriend, you yeah. know? And so like, that's cool to find him navigating in between these two worlds. You know, I hate Todd. I mean, like I like Todd because of the chaos of it. Like he's, <laughs> he's more the enjoyable. Abby Morgan. Yeah. yeah. He's more enjoyable to watch than rich for me, but like, I still hate him as a character, yeah. like as a person, like, you know, like I don't like people yeah. like that. So yeah. like, um, and like Dawson, you know, isn't really trying to figure out if he's a good person or not within this situation. Um, but maybe he will, cause he apologized to Natasha and they, you know, we've seen some growth on that end. Um, so like, I'm hoping that continues. And I also am just excited that they both admitted that it's like, we're bad in each other's lives. Yeah. Yeah, I am too. And like that, they actually talked a little bit, I mean, I should, I would have loved more, but talked a little bit about like where they're both at and what they're both feeling, Yeah, you know? And it's like, okay, that's where we're at. Um, and it's kind of, they got, they got closure, you know, they got closure on this and it's like, good. I'm glad. Hopefully this means you'll both be able to move on and totally. like, yeah, you know, not cling to this anymore. Yeah. Without a so. doubt. I mean, it's like, held them back for so long it's like let's just move forward oh my gosh (laughs) oh my god like I'm done with this yeah sure yeah okay for our listener corner this is from Tara I was wondering if a discussion in the 90s 2000 tv ratings might be interesting on the podcast in season six According to Wikipedia, the episodes where Dawson and Joey finally have sex are the highest rated episodes since The Graduate and from what I can tell the episode is rated better than some of the more iconic Pacey Joey ones. I remember back when watching Dawson's Creek at the time, feeling like the audience was a pretty even split between Pacey fan and Dawson fans, but maybe there were, was more support for Dawson and Joey as a couple than I knew. And the writers went there for the ratings. Um, What are your thoughts on the ratings and how they have impacted the storytelling? Also, if there was apparently so much interest in Dawson and Joey, why do you think the writers didn't just let them be together in season six? I mean, I don't off the top of my head know all the ratings, Mm -hmm. um, but I know, I know that I know the kind of somewhat of the trajectory, which is that 
the first season was huge. The mm-hmm. second season at the beginning was huge and then dropped pretty significantly. Yeah. And then the third season was continuing to drop significantly until they turned it around with the Pacey Joey storyline and people started watching again and the ratings went back up. Um, yeah. Not to the previous point, but they did go back up. And, and I think then it was kind of like a much more slower drop off in mm-hmm. season four, five, six. Um, and I know, uh, I know it was pretty clear that like season six was probably going to be last season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, and I think like, I mean, it's interesting because I think about my own television viewing habits, um, like particularly around 90210, which I watched, I watched until, um, I think, Kelly had a cocaine problem at one point, And I was like, I mm-hmm. got to check out of this. Like, this is like the mm-hmm. fourth drug addict storyline that we have. Like, yeah, yeah, everyone is on cocaine in this group. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, I can't. Not that that's not true to, to life or, or mm-hmm. people growing Beverly up in Beverly Hills. Hills. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which like I didn't, so don't quote me on that, but, mm-hmm. um, and, but like, so I remember like at some point stopped watching 90210 and then like when it was ending, I like watched the last few episodes. So I do think that like when they could market the show in such a way where people were like, oh, something big's going to happen. I should tune into that. Like, I think there's like a something to be said about the way we viewed TV back then too, mm-hmm. is it's like one of our frustrations is that with this show is that it, it does rehash stuff, but like yeah. also you know, it was, it was the case that like, if you missed an episode, you missed an episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you didn't get to see it again. Like you, you didn't get to see it the next day unless you had had set your VCR summer when they did the reruns or when they would do like the breaks in between. Yeah. Or you, if you set your VCR to record it, you know, Mm -hmm. and you had the episode, like that was the only way you could do it. Um, and so, you know, I think, I think it was just, we watched TV differently. Yeah. I mean, like, obviously for Julian, my like reintroduction to the show was a virginity storyline. It was like <laughs> a sex storyline that yeah. was advertised as such, you know, it was yeah. like, this is what's going to happen. So like, you know, obviously just given anecdotally, like that does draw viewers in, and like the, you know, this one was like made out to be an event, like the beginning of the season, it was a two part event, which yeah. like they were finally going to fuck. And like, you know, like I agree if you had dropped off at any point, you're like, well, I, I could tune into that. Like, you know, let's, let's see what this is all about. Um, and odds and- are at the time you were watching another show on the WB. So you saw the ads for this. Show. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So you would have known and it, mm-hmm. it, you know, it potentially would have been in like the TV guide or some kind of like periodical that you would have seen for sure. Um, so like, I, I think that that is why the ratings were so high because it, it was a way to draw cast a wide net of like the people who are already watching the people that had dropped off at any point were like, let's mm-hmm. see what this is about, you know? Um, but I don't like, I, I just didn't have the experience where it was like split even with Dawson and Joey or Dawson and Pacey, mm-hmm. like pretty much everyone I knew was like all about, like, we're like, okay, well, Dawson sucks. So like, let's be like, we want her to be with Pacey or like, I don't know. 
yeah, I definitely was like, I wanted her to be with Pacey. Now I'm just like, I just want them to be with whoever they want to be with. Like as long as they're happy, like, you know, yeah, totally. um, I just can't care. But, um, you know, so in terms of like the fandom, I don't know. I always felt like the reason why they didn't work out was the fact that the fans didn't like Joey and Dawson together. And so the, the show itself was like, we have to have them get together because we have to for the storyline. Like it wouldn't have made sense if they never fucked. Like, to be honest, even as someone who doesn't like Dawson, it just would have never made sense. They didn't (laughs) at least at some point fuck or date for like a few weeks and have it blow up. Like it happened. We all knew Mm -hmm. that, or I knew that was going to happen. I didn't know it happened like that way or in that short span, but in the same episode, basically. Yeah. Yeah. But like you, I always knew that whenever they fucked, it would just be like, and then explode because like they had so much stakes on like what it would mean once they finally fucked. And once they finally like got together, quote unquote, um, yeah that that's too much to put on like 18, 19 year olds. Like, Oh my God. Yeah. Um, so like in terms of the fandom, like I, it almost felt like to me, the reason why they broke up so early was that the fans weren't about that. And I also think like, I think it was kind of a mistake to do it. Like, I think that they should have let them play out a relationship at least like, I wouldn't have been mad if it was a few weeks and it just like, crumbled spectacularly and it's like so then their track record is that every time they date it just crumbles spectacularly and like pretty quickly and like like, what if they there was no Natasha at the end of season two or episode two and like they were like kind of dating and then like last episode instead of her being like you know treated so horrifically by Hudson they were like you know on the phone I can't wait to see you blah 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 and then they come and like Natasha's there and we find out that he's essentially been cheating on Natasha with Joey. Or like, even like if he called Natasha the day after they had sex yeah. and like Joey didn't find out about it until yeah. she was face to face with Natasha. I mean, like, that's some good TV, I first know. of all. Hello, yeah. Hello. And then also like, that's like, oh shit. Like, you don't, I mean, you know, I already think he doesn't recover from what he does to Joey, but like, you definitely don't recover from that. No way. Oh my God. <laughs> Not when you're 19. Oh my God. Yeah. And then like, it would be hard for like Jack and Jen and Audrey and Pacey to be like, Dawson, Ooh. what is going on? Like to be yeah. on his side. So he'd yeah. be like totally isolated, which is what James Vanderbeek wanted to like, not really be on the show. So yeah. it would have been like good for that part of st- storytelling in my opinion. But um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say, but I agree that we knew season six was like the end. So it was easy for people to be like, oh yeah, let's start watching that. It's almost over. And I think that's pretty common experience. Yeah. You weren't committing to much. Yeah. Yeah. When you know a show's ending final season, you're like, all right, let me me see what that's And then, you know, they're like going to pull out some stops. It's the final season. So let's see what they're going to do with this. Exactly. You're like, you know, something, some shit's going to go down. Right. So for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, they got, what's his name? Jack Osborne. <laughs> for, for episode one. Okay. I yeah. mean, that also, I mean, as much as I hate to admit it, I, that I'm sure that there were some ratings from that. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, totally. That show was like the hugest huge. fucking thing. Yeah. It was huge. Oh it's kind of hard to explain how big that show was if you I... didn't live through it, but it was like, we did not miss an episode ever. 
Yeah. I mean, it was one of the first hit reality shows, like, you know, docu-series. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Um, God, it was entertaining too. It was. Oh, man, it was really funny. <laughs> I don't know if I could, like, I don't know. If I don't think it would hold up. But to watch yeah. now, but like, God, that shit was so funny. At the time, totally, totally. Yeah. And this, when we lived together during season six, that was when Joe Millionaire happened too. We were fucking addicted to that show. Oh, yeah. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah. When that girl gives him a blowjob in the woods, I like, I was like, <laughs> we're never going to recover from this. <laughs> oh my God. Because we were in on the joke too. We knew he wasn't a millionaire, yeah. but they were like, I don't know. It was so, oh my was, God. That did they only so- do one season of that? I think so. And then I think they like have tried to bring it back since, but I'm not sure that it has. I, I don't pay that much attention to reality TV anymore. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, <laughs> I think they only did one. Okay. I can't remember. I mean, I think yeah. once that is out, it's like, like, then you kind of might suspect, you know, like, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You would at least know the existence of it. Yeah. Um, so it's hard to replicate. God. Yeah. <laughs> anyway i'm sorry about that show in a long time i know but i the other day someone i guess maybe we have talked about rebooting it recently mm. and i was thinking about that and i was like god we like fucking <laughs> we were we watched that show i mean we were drunk but it was <laughs> <laughs> oh man anyway sorry no no um okay so this is for our art and artists this is from aru um I think we're having a real moment of reckoning with this in India lately. Mm. It is very nuanced in that the same celebrities that have extremely problematic opinions have often represented a positionality that was compelling and important in another time and space. Um, Kangana uh, Runas. Runas, um, a leading actress in the Hindi film industry has in the past called out the nepotism that's so deep-seated in the industry, the incredible clout and platform stars of kid or star kids get. She also um she also's been embroiled in relationships with leading actors in Bombay who were married and whom she publicly called out for their hypocrisy, at which point the whole industry turned on her with the same slut-shaming, gaslighting language that women who cross boundaries are subjected to. Mm. However, in the last few years, she has gone and aligned herself with the current fascist regime of the country using xenophobic, casteist, misogynistic, anti-scientific language and messaging on her socials, bullying many into submission regularly calling for genocide and violence of people that disagree with the party in power in india the bjp Mm. she is not the only one there are several more but i think she is uniquely representative of stances that would make me want to back an artist and a celebrity while simultaneously being absolutely vile in how she conducts herself currently. She has also acted and later produced in some fantastic films and essayed characters that have helped a lot of women feel seen. So it's tricky. My knee jerk reaction is to say, I will not consume any of her content, not on her, not her socials, not her films, not anything she does on TV. And yet some of the characters she has played Ronnie and queen stands out 
have had a massive influence on my life and the development of my own worldview. I'm almost afraid to go back to them because I feel like with what I know of the actresses now, how will I feel these characters fundamentally change? Also, there are hundreds of people who have made a single film. Is it okay to boycott something that is a collective product? On the flip side, does it even matter really? Especially with the divisiveness that fascism creates, are these kinds of blockouts adding to the insurmountable chasms we're surrounded by? Damn. Yeah. That is an email. Um, <laughs> Cause I, I mean, I, I do. What I love about that is how complicated it is mm-hmm. because I think that like, I think that like, the you know the Woody Allen of it all or the Harvey Weinstein of it all it's kind of like easy to be like well fuck that guy and like yeah you know whatever um you know Harvey Weinstein's in jail he can't you know he can't do much more damage so well so it's not like Harvey Weinstein in the beginning of his career was like this huge advocate for like people of color and was like you know waving the pride flag and right. he, he didn't position himself as like any kind of arbiter of change so it's right. easy to see him very like, like black and white of like yeah. you're trash you've always been trash and now right. everyone knows it you know um i think the complication comes when it's like someone who has you know either changed publicly or mm-hmm. you know has just changed over time with, uh, just as we all change into a position where you're like whoo-hoo Ooh. totally and I think like I think I mean there's a couple of things that I like, kind of want to pull out of there one of which is the nostalgia factor because I think a lot about that um particularly with like certain movies or texts, you know, for me that are really formative, mm-hmm. um, that I, you know, consumed and that were, were and are so important to me, but like I consumed them for the first time a long time ago before certain allegations came out mm-hmm. before, you know, we really knew things that like specifically, I probably would be thinking of Buffy the Vampire Slayer the most, but like, you know, that's like those kinds of things where it's like, how does my, how does your relationship change to that once it, once it comes out, (laughs) you know, once, once the allegations come out and then like, what parts of it do you take? Because there are still parts of Buffy that I find extremely empowering and feel, make me feel strong and make me feel good. And, you know, I can also acknowledge that like the person who created this character on paper, um, is, you know, monstrous and, and has done really truly awful shit. Um, and so it's like, it's hard because like, I think that's one of the threads in what she's talking about. Like, Mm -hmm. how do you, how do you kind of reconcile that? Um, definitely. I mean, like, obviously there is a lot of actors that sometimes have like come out in support of people like that's not the person I know or whatever when there have been allegations and that kind of feels problematic but I don't know I I guess this feels a little bit similar to like Bruce Willis for me where like he I I don't know I've seen him photographed in MAGA hats I haven't heard like any actual like you know vocal support not like that is enough of support but I just mean like in the same way of like casteism like 
you know, mm-hmm. on social media from Bruce Willis, but that being said, I don't even know if he's on social media. Um, but it's like, he still is supporting those things right. directly, you know, if not yeah. like, just cause you're not vocally doing it, you're directly supporting, you know, mm-hmm. horrific atrocities and, you know, the end of democracy in America. Um, just simply by supporting Trump, you're doing that in my yeah. mind, full stop. Um, whether or not you quote agree with that or not, that support is, <laughs> um, it's a support of that. And so, and like, I really love Die Hard and um, Fifth Element and, you know, Bruce Willis is like a real fixture of my childhood. And on top of that, like he had this really loving relationship with Demi Moore and like, mm-hmm. he still supported her after they you know, they still had like such a loving friendship, it seemed like, and we don't yeah. know what happened, but like, you know, he was like at Demi Moore's wedding to Ashton, Ashton Kutcher, Kutcher and like, yeah. you know, was a real model, at least publicly for like how to co-parent, which I think is valuable. And at the time was really important to show, right. um, we don't really see actual co-parenting even in media that well. So like that, that was a huge step. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that there, I always feel complications about like that, where whenever I see someone who's a supporter of Trump in, in whatever way, if you just like read it on Wikipedia of like, here's a photo of him in a hat, which is how I saw it about Bruce Willis. And I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> like, right. How do, how do I do this? Like, what do yeah. I do about this? You know? Um, and that feel like, I definitely agree where it's like, now I can't watch any, like any movie he would come out now, but like, do I never watch Die Hard at Christmas again? Like, I mean, no, I, I no. watch it every year. So it's hard. Um, do I never watch Fifth Element? Like, that's such a masterpiece. Like, it's a, you know, it's such like a blending of fashion and sci-fi in a way that's like never been seen before. Um, and it it's such an incredible, you know, piece that like was done by one of my favorite directors and has like, you know, like a really phenomenal cast. So it's like a, a larger right. project, you know, that like, he's not necessarily my favorite character in that movie. I could do without him and still watch that movie. So those feel like particularly complicated, um, in, in the question. And I think that's part of the larger idea of like, when we say like, there's not canceling it's accountability, but it's like, right. what does that mean? Like, Right. You know, and like, where do we draw these lines of what accountability is? And like, where do we do that? Um, and it's super hard. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think it's it's really hard to, it's hard to navigate because of course you don't want to, you know, be supporting someone who, you know, is calling for genocide as, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and you know, that's not okay. But also like, um, you know, where is, where is the line? Like I said, on the nostalgia part Mm -hmm. where it's like, I'm not, you know, some of these things are tied to very special memories for me. And like, this means something to me and like, what does it mean? And, And I think that the question too, is like, how does that meaning change? Like, does it change? You know, I think there are definitely, as those allegations came out about for me, for like with Joss Whedon, it's like, do I watch that series a little bit differently now than I used to? Like, yes. Mm-hmm. And and I think there's like this part of me that I look at it and I go, is that necessarily a bad thing? Like, right. no, it doesn't have to be like, and, and like, even what we do on this show, 
which is like reframe a lot of the stuff on this show. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's not, I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think it's me saying like, this is a garbage piece of media and we shouldn't be watching it. It's like, no, this is a piece of media that's of its time. And so let's think about what we were, where we were at as a culture, then what we were accepting of as a culture then and how it's changed now and how some of these things, you know, I mean, the other week you were talking about 16 candles and how hard that movie is to watch. And it's not that I don't watch that movie ever. I watch it less than I used to, but it's like, but yeah, it's, there are things where you're like, this is really fucked in like, and it's not that it wasn't fucked then it's that we as a culture were much more permissive of that, like that behavior. Right. And like, I think that's something like we have to own and like, and I think that's what we're trying to do on this is like grapple with that you know, because with 16 candles, it's hard because like, while I don't think like an Asian person would say it was ever funny, the jokes about like long duck dong, it's more that like, now we're in a world where there's like horrific violence, (laughs) you know, in a way like that is like, that has changed too in the way in which we consume those things. Um, well, and it's like, um, the there's the movie series on Netflix um to all the boys I loved before mm-hmm. um in the third I think it's the third one so and that has an Asian American protagonist um played by Alana Condor uh and she's a Korean American protagonist um and she like and her boyfriend are watching 16 candles and like her boyfriend's kind of like, isn't this like super racist? And she's like, oh yeah, super racist. But like, they're watching it, you know, like, and, and she's like, but I still like, like this movie, like, that's okay too. And, you know, I think that's interesting too, is it's like, you know, uh, there are ways in which I don't know. I I look at like certain, like, like with queer women, like Xena warrior princess is like a big thing. Mm -hmm. And like that, you know, they're not really together. Xena. I think her name is Gabrielle or something. Sorry. I'm not a Xena person. Um, but like, my thing is like, but that doesn't mean that it didn't mean something to them. You know, when people, when, when queer women saw those two on TV, like it meant something that was like, the closest yeah. representation they had at the time. Totally. For sure. Yeah. Totally. And like back to Buffy, like Tara and Willow, like, I mean, the huge spoiler for Buffy, if you haven't watched it, like skip ahead, like one minute, but like, um, you know, Tara and Willow are like one of the first lesbian couples that actually got to be on TV. And then they shoot Tara at some point yeah. and like kill her. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's like, it doesn't mean that Tara and Willow didn't mean a great deal, but also like that is tarnished even in and of itself within the TV show. It's like tarnished. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think, I think that like none of those actors make it unwatchable, but like, I think those definitions do change. And I think that's kind of what we're saying here too, right? Like the definitions of things that were really important to us when we were younger start to change, mm-hmm. um, you know? Yeah. 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 And then like, I don't know, I definitely think about the whole divisiveness that we experience in America and like how, 
you know, we're still being like, it's not cancel, it's accountability. And also like, you're never canceled. Like, come on, you know, right. <laughs> I mean, like Bill Cosby walks free. Uh, what? I mean, Louis um, CK is still performing. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. so it's like, okay. <laughs> I mean, but Anita Hill is not on the Supreme court. So like, okay. Mm, um, who really gets know. canceled? Yeah, exactly. Um, and like, like, I think that like, that's one of the, these questions that we have on the left, on the left is that like, we're trying to combat purity culture, but we are such arbiters of purity culture. And it becomes super complicated to say, like, if you say the wrong thing, then you're like this bad person, you know, and, and there's not like this really room for nuance. Mm-hmm. Um, not, I'm not going to say that's on the right. I just don't exist in those spaces. So I don't know. Um, but like, I see it very heavily on the left. Um, and so I think that we constantly live in that fear of like, Oh, like, are we just, you know, feeding into fascism, making it more polarizing, making it more, um, you know, like insurmountable. And I guess I just always come back to, it's like, I just think fighting fascism and fighting, you know, a lot of the problems that we have with the rise of, of dictators currently in, in, in the world is that we don't have room to sit with these nuances and then provide answers, you know, in a way in which like the collective has sorted out. Um, and that's to our, our detriment. And so like sitting in that uncomfortability of like, are we making it worse is like, yeah. What is worse than fascism? You know? <laughs> so like, I don't know. It's like, how is that even possible to make it worse? Right. Right. And, and, and what does our, even if it's a tacit support, what does that mean or not mean? Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's really the question. I don't know that I have an answer, but like, um, and, and possibly it's fine that we don't have answers, but mm-hmm. like, you know, what does it mean or not mean? And I think part of the, one of the things that I've been really trying to been really mindful of on this podcast is that like, sometimes we're going to say the wrong thing, or sometimes, even if I don't, if the intention isn't there, it's going to sound wrong, or it's going to be, you know, we're not going to articulate something as well as we'd like, or we're not going to, or we're going to miss something entirely. Like, you know, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, and, and I think for me, like, sitting with that and being able to talk about a lot of the concepts that we talk about and sit sitting with the fact that like, sometimes we get it wrong. Like, you know, that's been for me, some of the work of this podcast, that's like really actually been helpful to me, mm-hmm. but also like, you know, I've been really mindful of us doing that. And right. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It doesn't always have to be perfect. Yeah. Um, and we don't always have to be perfect. Totally. And, and sometimes, I mean, obviously, and sometimes so we much... like things that are problematic. Like, yeah, I know. Like I like Natasha. Like I, I do. Yeah. <laughs> like she's so wild. Yeah, totally. <laughs> A lot of people hate her and I'm like, she's too wild to hate. <laughs> too wild to hate. Is that your new t-shirt? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. yeah. So it's super hard. Um, but yeah, I know people on the internet are so wild. So, uh, yeah, it can be tricky sometimes, but Mm. you just got to go with it. Right. Yeah. (laughs) 
Cool. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Um, Thank you everyone for being here. It's been a wild week. You know, I told you Pluto's return was going to be fucked up. Here we are. Yeah. So here we are. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I hope y'all are just like minding yourself and your space and the way in which you consume social media and just like Mm -hmm. taking some walks and deep breaths. I don't know. (laughs) It's such a like compelling headspace to be in right now of like cool okay like it could get worse <laughs> yeah it very well might seems okay. like it might yeah wow we um survived a global pandemic to this yeah Good. all right yeah so that's interesting um and just like I hope you're just helping yourself and you know whatever way you can just being extra tender to yourself and your friends and your family and your colleagues and everyone. It's just like a really confusing, difficult time to be living, but we're here season six. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Shit's wild. Indeed. Yeah. It's wild, but we're excited to be here and we're excited you're here with us. Mm -hmm. Um, Black lives matter, defund the police, Mm -hmm. stop Asian hate honor our treaties water is life um we stand with all movements that protect the rights of the working class police unions are not true unions they work against the working class i don't know my mom just got on medicare so can we just get medicare for all (laughs) she showed me her new medicare card she was very excited um (laughs) Her birthday's coming up. So. Your mom, the socialist. <laughs> um, my dad was like, I started getting social security. And I was just like, I can't with you. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. Um, I also want to give a big shout out to um, people, transgender, uh, people who are fighting against some of the transgender bans and, and yeah. Um, you know, some of the nonsense that's happening. Yeah. In Texas and Arizona and Alabama and Florida and, and all over the country, um, you know, people who are doing work to try to combat those. Um, I, so my heart is with you. I so appreciate Mm -hmm. you and, um, you know, protect trans kids, um, protect queer kids. And also, you know, um, the situation in the Ukraine, uh, is really devastating and heartbreaking and, um, a lot of innocent people are um, losing life, losing, you know, their homes, losing their um, spaces, their safe spaces. And so um, my heart is really out to um, yeah. the people. And in the my Ukraine. heart is with the people in Russia that are protesting against this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, and Belarus, um, where people are protesting against this. Um under duress and under really extreme circumstances. And so, you know, I know it's a scary time and I'm never going to tell you that I know European geopolitics post 1945. So I'm not going to weigh in on that, but I just, um, you know, I hope, I don't know. I hope we can be more peaceful. Um, yeah. Worldwide. Yeah. Worldwide, including the shit the United States does. Um, so yeah or just like current wars that are happening in yeah. like Yemen and you know yeah. places that are it's a yeah it's a hot mess fuck but yeah, yeah you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Dawson's Critique you can email us Dawson's Critique at gmail.com 
We want to shout our boy Kilia for making our theme song. You can find him on Instagram at go freaking crazy. Uh, you can follow my Finsta at Aaron.hensley. Capitalism Corner, we have merch, bit.ly slash Dawson's Critique. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Dawson's Critique. And as always, you can order our book, I Remember Everything, Life Lessons from Dawson's Creek, available wherever you get your books. Let's shout out to You and Me Books. That's Y-U and Me Books, which is an Asian-owned bookstore in New York City. Um, they're a pretty new bookstore. Uh, they're rad. You should check them out. Um, and I'm sure you can order their book from, our book from them if you would like. Uh, my, Let's see. Please like and subscribe, write a review wherever it is you get your podcast. Thank you so much to those of you who have. We really appreciate it. It helps us immensely when you do that. You can find me online at Pesty1079 on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, we'd like to thank you for being with us. Have a good week. Please take care of yourselves mentally, physically. Um, it's a rough one, but uh, take care. We'll see you next week. I don't want to wait for our lives to be over.